You're listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of the first 52, the Weekend Review, the Rob Revere Show, Canna Fornication, and the Mallard Report. If you like what you hear on RazRadioLive.com, quit being such a cheap bitch and help us out. There's donation bars on the website, and if you use Amazon, link to them through us so we can get paid. Now let me stop bothering you and get you back to the quality programming that you like hearing, only heard on RazRadioLive.com.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Frank Castle from Heist Click, and you're listening to me on the first 52.
is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Offering is the truth, nothing more. That's right, that's what we're going to try to do here for you tonight. We're going to try to bring you as much truth and information as we can. Welcome to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. I'm glad you guys could join us. It is Saturday, March 30th, 2013. Uh, it's about 9.15. We'll explain uh, uh, why that is in a minute here. You know, live radio sometimes, uh, people people forget where they're at. It's all good, though. <laughs> we are coming to you live from FEMA Region 4 in southwest Florida. Uh, it's usually supposed to be sh- sunny. Uh, I don't know really... Uh, it's been sunny, but it's been damn cold. I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, for Florida. That goddamn global warming. Oh. <laughs> I actually have a story on that, so that's why I threw that one out there. Uh, and, of course, to my right, I have the lovely Lexi. How do you do? I do, do, do. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, 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 do. And on the uh, hangout session there, our buddy Fortoad. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing lovely. Doing very good. Glad to have you yet again for another first fifty-two. And a sober uh, Dave, it is a sober Dave. <laughs> yeah, I like doing the show sober. <laughs> no four locos for you tonight, eh? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, that's good. You you do well when you're sober. You get a little angry sometimes. I like. But angry when I'm Dave. sober or when I'm drinking. When you're sober, both. <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you wake up to fight. Remember, we had, we already had that figured. It, it's, it, it's not so much the fighting; it's the talking over. I find I talk over more when I'm uh, when I'm drinking. Uh, yeah, that is true. You do. You you had a lot to say last week. That's for sure. <laughs> I was sober last week. <laughs> you know what's weird? I was uh, I was listening back to. Uh, not last week, the week before. It was on one of the replays I had the station on this week. And uh, we were talking about how I felt that we had a false flag coming and, and, you know, here we go. We're getting in the same holding pattern we were in before. And I can just feel that we got this, this, this false flag coming. And then we bring Susan Lindauer on last week. Had no clue what I talked about the week before. It's not like she listens to our show on a regular basis. Right. And then she comes out and says the exact same thing I said the week before. So it's just, it was weird to hear that on the on the replay, you know, my words being repeated by her, um, which, of course, I'm repeating them that I'm hearing from somebody else. Uh, right. But I'm taking the information that I'm seeing and, and, and evaluating if that's what I see coming, which uh, I'm sure we'll, we can get into uh, that kind of stuff uh, with Frank, because tonight we have the one, the only Frank Castle of Heist Click. You'll hear a lot of Heist Click music tonight. Uh, he'll be joining us at uh, 10 o'clock hour. Um, and he's kind of like Susan. Once you get him on a roll, he doesn't stop. So I'm guessing he'll probably stick with us for a while tonight. Hopefully uh, he has the time and the ability to do that. Uh, of course, let's, uh, let's get the normal pleasantries. How was your week, honey? It was, I mean, it was good. 
end of the month rush at work, you know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I knew it was going to be a crazy week, but it's been an eventful week for sure. We do have a lot to talk about. I think it was, what, Tuesday? I totally went psycho nuts on the Monsanto Protection Act. I, I, I felt like I fell off the deep end a little bit for a little <laughs> while, and I started like writing things down, like scribbling all furiously. And Oh, you, you had a Sean moment. I had a Sean moment. All right, so let me ask you something about that whole Monsanto Protection Act. Because okay. the way it's portrayed uh, is that it's the Monsanto Protection Act. Like the whole thing is is written about Monsanto. Meanwhile, it was just a it was an added addendum to another bill with multiple things in it, and it was actually added anonymously. So, what pisses me off about it, aside from the fact that Monsanto's looking for uh, impunity, is that somebody did it on the sneak, and this is actually how they do shit. You know, this is how fuck how how bad things become law. Oh, they're always they sneaking. This is what happens when congressmen are going to bed with corporations and have no regard for public health. This is the result of it. And to me, that's exactly what happened. You know, this this was written in by Congress. One thing I found out, though, when I started reading into this, it's active for six months. Uh huh. Did you were you aware of that? So it is limited. It's not like a forever thing. Yeah, but do you think that's going to stay that way? I hope so. I hope after six months that, you know, at this point there's nothing we can do for the next six months. But potentially, so much damage will be done, though. Well, and and the problem beyond just that, uh, this this whole, like you said, Dave, they sneak things in. We've we've seen it multiple, multiple times. Um, Holidays, um, Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving Eve. Um, all different times they, they, they push things through quietly. Uh, they had a couple distractions. And this isn't the only thing that, that you know, went on throughout this whole uh, um, se- uh, gay marriage protest thing that was really covering up a few different items. Uh, nobody's really paying attention to North Korea. Um, I don't fear that they're going to do anything, but the, the bigger fear is our prov- uh, prov- provocation that we're putting out to them. Um, you know, if you've got a, a crazy guy standing on the hill pounding his, his, his fist going, if I see you, I'm going to shoot you. If I see you, I'm going to shoot you. If you bother me, I'm going to shoot you. And then we go and, and you know, poke him in the forehead and then run away and then run up and, you know, maybe give him a flick in the balls and then run away. You know, by sending these B-2 bombers over, by holding these drills, we're just pro- poking and prodding and starting or trying to start this next phase. Um, so that's another thing that was also covered up this week by the whole and God knows, uh, I don't care what you do. You want to marry a, a monkey, and I really don't give a fuck what you do with your life as long as it doesn't affect my life. So that's the most important thing uh, when it comes to the, that. And I think you you have a whole rant on the whole gay and lesbian stuff you wanted to get into later on also. Yeah, maybe we'll get into that. Maybe we'll get into that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. So you don't... I know a lot of people, I, I've had a couple different arguments about with this... Uh, the whole Monsanto Protection Act. Um, you don't really see any any f- uh, any bad things to it, Dave. Or, or what's your? You said you know you were more concerned with the with the fact they did it in the cover at night or by covering it up. What a uh, that's all you got on it. Well, the, the whole the idea that it actually wasn't a bill 
you know, bothers the shit out of me. And now Monsanto is above the law for the next six months. But it's, you know, you do a little bit more research into it and you find out that how the sneakiness, how it happened. And then you realize that that's how it happens all the time. So the whole... F- oh, Dave froze up there. Oh. We lost Dave. No, I don't think we lost him. We just froze up for a moment there. You with yeah, us? Yeah, I've, I've been oh, catching that a go. lot from you as well. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Maybe that's not it's good. A, maybe it's a bad, ha- bad hangout connection tonight. If it continues, we'll reconnect during the break. Or we might have to do it sooner because it keeps happening. Ah, uh oh. Well, uh, honey, what's your go? Go, go ahead and uh, discuss your thoughts on the Monsanto. I know you didn't get to read this article. I'm swinging in front of you. So yeah, go. I don't know what that is. You're yeah. just like waving a paper. Uh, well, it's one of the articles I have on it. So I, am I guessing? Like, okay. So what bothers me about this is what it allows for, and basically, it's allowing these corporations to produce, harvest, and sell genetically modified foods uh, to retailers no matter, and and no this this can't be touched by the courts. Even if the courts rule that it, it is unhealthy or it's hazardous for the environment or hazardous for human consumption, it doesn't matter. It gets thrown out with the bathwater. They can basically, it's, it's giving them free reign on food. Kind of like uh, the vaccines. Because you do have the vaccine protection court, and they are protected from any lawsuits or, or anything. And that's kind of what this right. does. It protects them from lawsuits. Or, that's exactly or, what it's protecting them right. from. So they can, you know, basically of do whatever they want with that food and not pay any consequences. See, now, some of the, arg- some of the arguments I've been seeing is uh, that this is there to prevent um, one farmer from, from – uh, a bigger farmer from shutting down a small – that's the argument they've been putting out that I've been seeing, the counterarguments on this. Uh, and, and the only problem with, uh, you know, not, not if you don't, why do you even have patented seeds? You know, that's part of the process here of what this protection is about is, is Monsanto's seeds are patented and they've gone in and they've um, accidentally fertilized other farmers in their area with right. their genome. And then they go in and they find it and they sue them and shut their, their farms down. So they're going saying that this is more of a protection for the small person than it is for uh, for Monsanto. No, You're- it's hazardous because you'll you'll start to get cross pollination, and now you have organic farmers suffering the consequences of their next door neighbors. No, true. Go ahead, Dave. Isn't it fucked up that somebody else's shit crossed over into your farm, and then you get blamed for it? If yep. if if I had something on my land that leaked onto somebody else's land, I'd have to pay for the cleanup. And I'd have to, uh, you know, give them money, and I, and it would be, the onus would be on me. But it, that's the only setup where where something bleeds over somewhere else, the company wins. It's it's such a fucked up setup. Well, it's because they have it patented, and as soon as it's found on that other guy, it's assumed that he stole it, and uh, you know he didn't get it properly when it was just the wind blowing it over to him. Uh, yeah, that's why the patent, uh, and the patents, the the whole concept of patents is bullshit. That's why you know classic libertarians believe in. Uh, no IP law whatsoever. Well, I don't know. I think you should be able to protect an idea. Um, really? Yeah, I do. I, I so you and I can't have the same idea across, you know, on opposite sides of the planet? <laughs> you know that's happened to you so many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, that happens. Of course you can. But how am I to not know that you didn't 
steal it from me or a friend that I know didn't call you and say, hey, my buddy's making this. Here's his idea for it. Why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and make it? You have more money than him. You can get it done faster. Yeah, you blocked out again. Oh, jeez. Uh, I hate when that happens. Yeah, I should probably call on Skype. All right, go ahead. Yeah, um, we might have to I'll leave the hangout running that. then. And uh, give me a call on my Skype, though, my personal Skype. You got it. All right. Well, unfortunately, we won't be able to uh, continue uh, the hangout, though, and have video of... Uh, Dave. Oh, uh, no, Sorry, guys. If you're watching, I know it looks like there's one person watching on the uh, YouTube. Go over to RazRadioLive.com. Go to the Listen tab and listen there. Or uh, use TuneIn Radio and listen there, because I'm going to have to shut that down in order to see Dave. So, uh, darn, no video for you guys this, this evening. Oh, that's that, okay. Uh, exit out of this first here. I love when we do on-air... Uh, you see my sad face? When we, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, here we go. Dave, you back? I am back. I see the sound's actually better with that, too. Yeah, it does. See? You need me to crank it down a little bit more? <laughs> no, I can handle it from here. So, where were we? Okay, we got you back. We got you sounding good. Um, we're not broadcasting live on YouTube anymore. Sorry. I got to apologize Boom, again for done. that one. <laughs> Lexi's excited at all hell for that one. <laughs> I can't help it. I know. I like my privacy. You like your privacy? I do. Don't we all like our privacy? Speaking of privacy, um, I don't know. Drones again? Drones, drones, drones? More drones? Yeah, you know... <clears throat> I really am starting to uh, think that we're going about it all wrong. And, and, and the more I hear about drones as the issue, the more I start to think it sounds exactly like the gun grabbers. You know, oh, fuck, what happened? I'm working on it. What, right. Just keep going. Uh, it's the same exact argument that we have against people that want to take away, you know, 30-round magazines and AR-15s and all this other shit. Because our, our contention or our point of view is it's a tool. You know, yeah, it could be used for bad things, but it could also be used for other things. Mm-hmm. And if we start blaming the, the drone, it's not the drone. It's because the drone is just a tool. Mm-hmm. We have to blame the people behind it. Right. I, I agree with that. I absolutely and, agree you with know, that. Instead of, instead of nickel and diamond, you know, everybody, oh, it's the drone, it's the drone. No, it's the fucking government. It's the people. It's the, it's the NYPD. It's the local police department. It's the FBI. Whoever it happens to be, it's those guys that are uh, that are misusing the technology. There's no reason why I should give up, you know, fun technology because these bastards might be able to misuse it. Okay, and, and there's no reason business uh, should have to give it up because you know there's a, a couple businesses out there that are already using them to do aerial photos and and uh, different things like that. For you know, you go into an office. And you see an aerial photo of their office or a golf course or something along those lines. Um, you know, you, you see those things, and, and they're actually using them for that purpose. Right. Um, so, you know, I've come around a lot with the drones, drones, and like you said, it is the user. It is the end user that is the problem. I still have a major problem, even with normal people, with the tiny, um, micro-sized ones. Uh, I can't really fathom... Uh, um, a use for them that isn't intended, no matter what, to be um, evil or demonic. This what? is true. The, the micro-sized ones I'm talking about. I don't know about evil or demonic. Well, what, what, tell me a, a good use 
um, for the, the the quarter size drones or the the nano size drones. I don't know. Say somebody's trapped in a mine and they want to get a camera audio down there, so they send that in. It's the only thing that'll fit down there for some form of communication. Right. People will figure out a way to use yeah, it for good. Yeah, they're going to figure out excuses for it. I mean, it's not even about that. But it's it's if they are used to infringe on people's privacy or if they're abused. And any weapon or any tool of that nature is going to be abused. There's no getting around it. Well, I received a warning about this on Twitter about five minutes ago. And uh, we got the early call in from Trucker Mike this evening. You there, All Trucker right. Mike? Yeah, I am. You know, I must think it's a conspiracy because I read an article about Monsanto today, nothing to do with the Monsanto Protection Act. And all of a sudden, out of the gate, you all come talk about Monsanto, and I was going to wait on it. but And then all of a sudden, I'm getting ready to call, pick up my headset, and I lose fucking cell signal. Oh, shit. Like five minutes. Uh, that's always how and it goes get, down. And then I get cell signal back, and you're off Monsanto, and you're on the fucking drums. Oh, we we can always we can always go back to Monsanto's. We uh we starburst enough, and um you know there's a lot there's so much about Monsanto out there. It's not just this Protection Act. Um, it's good that it got the name out in the mainstream a little bit more, uh, and people talking about it a little bit more. Um, but the act really doesn't, in the long run, doesn't really matter uh, as long as they're still doing it anyway. Yeah, if anything, for for me, it brought it to the forefront. It is limited, and it's it's starting to get a lot more attention than what it had to people that knew nothing about it to begin with. I mean, I've had several people call me this week and go, what the hell is a Monsanto? What the hell is that? So I see it as a good well, thing. I, have you read the latest news as of today? And I'm sure I'm still in love with the Frank Stunner because he also posted this on Facebook. The same article with Monsanto being the 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 bigger don't mess with us or we will screw up your life entity that they are. Uh, I don't think I came across that one today. Tell me a little bit more about it. Well, Vermont has a bill to label GMOs. The okay. State of Vermont. Okay. And they had they they put the bill on hold because Monsanto said if you pass this bill. We will sue you. Hmm. So now they're putting the fear of lawsuit into the state of Vermont. So they're protected. The government entity itself. They're protected from uh, being able to be sued if if the this this product this GMO product turns out to be uh, dangerous. But uh, they're going to go sue another. Uh, they're going to go sue a state uh, for saying that they have to label. Yeah, if, if they pass a law saying the food product has to be labeled, of you know, any modified food source uh, that's not 100% natural, that it has to be labeled as GMO or such, they're going to sue them. And they, you know, that law. and they spent uh, absorbent amounts of money in November uh, or leading up to November in California to try to stop what was a Prop 37, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. They well, as far as we can tell through the electronic voting machines, they stopped it. Um, so yeah, you know, we we know they. It, it makes you question why. What are they afraid of? What why uh, why don't they want this labeled? You know, that's always the biggest thing, and that's what more people should be asking themselves. Why are they spending so much money? If this is a great invention, that's gonna 
you know, stop uh, starvation and, and uh, make people healthier, then why are they worried about people knowing that it's there or not? And that's a big question everybody has to ask. Well, because they know the majority of people are still have no idea what a GMO is. Right. Or are what Monsanto or their, their brother and sister corporations that are in the same thing. Majority of people, so if they start seeing these labels, they're going to start saying, well, what's a GMO? And they're going to look it up and they're going, oh, I don't want nothing like that. I mean, and they're going to lose sales and they know it. Well, yeah, that's exactly what they're afraid of. Uh, it's, it's all oh, money. What? Hello? Still there? Did I lose you guys? Hello? Uh-oh. Yeah. I think, I think the fuck-up's on your side. Uh-oh. It might be. It might be. I wonder what's going on right here. Do you have too many pages open? Are you surfing at the same time? No. What's going on here? He's been really a good Can boy you hear about me? that lately. You can hear me? I can yeah. hear you. Okay. That was yeah. weird. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm writing down notes. Yeah, as, as Trucker Mike's talking, I'm writing down notes. That's all. Oh, maybe I got to uh-huh. tighten cables again here. Sometimes, you know, uh, stuff gets moved around a lot, and you never know what happens. We so, should have done a more yeah, thorough what... sound check earlier. Yeah, sidetrack you know, there. We were we were on the Google Hangout for forty five minutes before yeah, showtime. There, yeah. there was no and, problems. Now, right now there has to be. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving along. They, they're knocking out Mike's phone and they're knocking out your internet connection. Yeah, yeah man, they what the hell? Talking about they really, this. yeah. <laughs> Monsanto, you know, they're pretty strong. They're they're coming down on us. So, um, actually, in one of the pages I hang on, I noticed a gentleman had asked me about, you know, reading the PLU numbers on your produce to figure out, you know, is it conventionally grown? Is it GMO? Is it organic? What is it? And he was asking me about it, like the different numbers, and I didn't, you know, see it till the next day. So in the meantime, you know, he's at the grocery store and he starts looking it up and there's actually an app you can download and take to the store with you and it'll tell you if it's organic produce, conventionally grown, or potentially GMO. What do you scan the uh, UPC the, with your smartphone? Right. That's a good idea. That sounds like actually a really good idea. Uh, did you find the app? No, because I have it memorized. But <laughs> oh, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look it up, but I'm sure it's not hard to find. <laughs> well, we'll have to find it and put it up for you for everybody else who might want to uh, give it a try. Um, I think basically, though, when you're looking at produce, yeah. if it's a five-digit code, it's good. Whereas the four-digit codes are the ones oh, that, honey. that... Well, that's true and not true. You've, you've got five digits that start with nine and five digits that start with eight. And your four digits are typically your GMO. And then you have your conventionally grown and organic, which are outlined. See, if it's conventionally grown, it could still be treated with pesticides, like even Monsanto-type pesticides or fertilizer. So that's something you want to watch out for, too. If you can avoid it, but it's very difficult to avoid. Yeah, especially when you have to walk to this store. I say, you know, if, if, if you've got the time and the energy and the want... You know, and invest in, you know, doing some starter plants and see if you enjoy it and try to expand on that. Growing your own vegetables is your best bet, really, at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I never grew anything in my entire life, and I have these three pepper plants outside that I've had, I don't know, five, six weeks, uh, four, five weeks, whatever. It fucking, I love it. I love it. I love Are they it. like your little kids? Start... Do you like talk to them? And <laughs> I go out and visit them every single day. Like t- uh, tomorrow morning, I was supposed to go to my mother's house for Easter. But since I have no vehicle still, I can't. Um, and I was like, I'm going to leave my kids all alone. <laughs> oh, when it gets cold, I bring them inside. 
That's so yeah, cute. We've got we've got <laughs> one we've got one that Salty sent home with us, and we're trying to get her started. Yeah, a tomato plant. She didn't really have a root system going yet, so and she's in shock because she got moved. And I want to so. I want to remind everybody: don't forget if you want to uh, join us in the chat live radio or the uh, rasradiolive.com, go over to the chat box and uh, there is no need to log in. You just uh, put a name and and uh, pop right on in there, and it'll let you chat with us. So check that out yeah. in there. Yeah. You know, every time I, I think of Monsanto, I think of these GMO foods and what they're crossing into. Mm. To, to make these GMOs. It makes me think of tomaco. Do you know what tomaco is? Tomaco? Yeah. Yeah, there was a, they crossed a tomato and a, a tobacco plant or something at one time. It, well, it, 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 was a, it was a thing on um, The Simpsons years ago where, where somebody had crossbred tomatoes and that's tobacco. Where I, and, <laughs> that's where it was. That's right. Well, they do 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 they do do crazy stuff like that. When I mean, we've talked about spider goats before, you know how they come up with the <laughs> uh, you laugh, but they do. That's I how armor piercing. No, you're right. I know that's how they 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 build a, a bulletproof vest. That's how they make bulletproof vests off this genetically crossed goat that that's produces so this. Weird. This it, it is weird. It's very weird. What else you got on GMO, Trucker Mike? Um, that's about it for right now. Of course, you know, you're always finding something new every day. And it seems like, you know, Monsanto's just getting bolder and bolder with every turn you take and how how far out they're going to say, we're, we're king, we roll, and uh, y'all must obey. But um, y'all were starting to talk about drones, and that made me think of another article that I read. Uh, it was... The good and the bad of domestic drones. Well, and that's what we were talking and, about uh, right before we connected with you. You know, the the it's the end user, just like with guns. It's the end user that's the problem. It's right. not the product. I mean, like Arthur said, most people's concern is you know law enforcement and of course government using it as a spy tool to invade on the privacy of American citizens, but for use of, like, hurricanes or, you know, wildfires to be able to spot things and, and find people and, you know, people that may be lost to, to search rather than wasting manpower, it, it can save a lot of money and help a lot of people in aspects like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've gotten off my total hatred of them. Um, not that I, you know, I'm happy that there's going to be 10,000 of them in the air by, I think it's uh, 2016. Um, you know, I, I got a lot of safety concerns with it also, though. You have all them flying and you got all the airplanes. Uh, we, we're in the middle of sequestering. So how are we going to have enough people to, to monitor the air, air traffic to make sure that they're definitely not in the way of, of a helicopter or, or some other low-flying aircraft? You know, I've got an article here. I, I don't want to get into that yet. Um, so there's a safety issue that I that I concern myself with. Just you wait until the first accident of a drone and a civilian. Yeah. Well, you know, they they crash all the time overseas. They're always yeah. crashing during landing and takeoff. Uh, when's the first time one of them is going to be coming into a uh, base up the road from you and, you know, have a problem during approach and go right into a car or something? You know, because a lot of these runways... Go right over, you know, the approach goes right over a major highway or a major roadway. I see it all the time. Yeah. Well, There's going to be problems, man. There's going to be problems, but, you know. They're not going to be governed by the FAA. 
So well, what happens when the first one crashes into an aircraft? And no country flies like this country does. No, that is true. Uh, yeah, there's again, there's a lot of concerns. Uh, just way too many concerns to just throw them up there uh, nilly willy to be to be used um, on a regular basis to monitor what's going on. So, uh, yeah, I, I, we'll have to just keep our eye on it um, and just hope that that it doesn't become an everyday usage thing. I don't have a problem. Uh, you know, we see helicopters are up uh, during chases. Uh, things like that. <clears throat> well, it, it, it's not these big drones that really worry me the most. It's these micro drones that are coming up with, you know, like the little insect drones. And, um, like, you ever seen that mosquito drone? Yep. Yeah, I was talking about that right but, before you called. No, that, now that's a scary aspect with the little needle. And who knows, you know, you might just think it's a mosquito and get injected with God knows what for somebody's little evil master plan and shit. <laughs> yeah, or it could be, uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, it could be a, a micro mini nuke. You know, it lands on the back of your head and poof, your head's gone. You know, and everybody in your house is dead because of the fallout. You know, there's so many different yeah. things they could do with it. That that The mini drones, the micro drones, the nano drones, those definitely uh, will always be on the high end of my watch list. Um, the bigger ones... Yeah, you know, like I said, we can figure that's not me. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I know who it is. It wasn't going off until thirty seconds ago, and it's tur- I just went in there, and it says it's turned off. I don't know. Uh, oh, you know what? It's possessed. It might be me. <laughs> no, it's not me. <laughs> I swear to God, Joe. <laughs> yeah, they're off. Yeah, they're off. They were off. So anyway, all right, Trucker Mike. Well, I appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. Um, how's, uh, how's, uh, Truckers for Truth coming? Let's hear about them for a sec, and then we'll, uh, cut you free. Well, right now, I'm out of data, so I haven't really been able to go on the page and post anything new on it, so, you know, I haven't been off, uh, I, I've been to it, but I haven't posted anything a few days until after the first one, I can use my MiFi, and, of course, I haven't been home in a week, and I'm running out to California right now. So that way I can make some money and be able to take off before the end of the week and have a long weekend and go to Atlanta. You should try taking your truck next time. You'll probably get there quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, Mike. Don't quit your day job, Sean. <laughs> that's why I, do, that's why I don't do comedy and I do uh, truth. <laughs> All right, Trucker Mike, keep on going, man. Be safe while you're out there. All right. Well, try not to pick my interest up too much with something I might have some stuff to say about. I might wind up calling back. So. <laughs> All right. No problem. Are you on the night drive? <laughs> All right. Tell, tell Frank I said hi. Will do, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace Bye. out. And there goes Trucker Mike. Gotta love Trucker Mike. He, but he always yeah. got some great information, you know. He never comes ill-prepared. Yeah, yeah. He's a, He's got a lot, of, lot going on up there in his head. Now... <clears throat> I've got an article here about cash-starved cash states iPod tax. Um, and I, I know yesterday, um, Disinfo got in touch with me via uh, um, Facebook messaging. And you sent me something today I think was related to the same thing he sent me, and I just haven't had a chance to really dig into it. So I'm assuming you have dug into it a little bit, Dave. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, from what I gather, what I read from what he sent me, um, there's a bill that's pending that is going to go up for a vote 
in November, but there's a way that to possibly get a temporary stay on it to, to make it happen now? Is that how I understand it? No, basically, there's actually two bills. There's one in the Senate and one in the House. Um, <clears throat> one, the Senate bill is, and this is Florida. Senate bill 1250 for that, and the House is, shit, I don't know. Um, the I thing is, and this is something that I learned today, and this is actually something that uh, uh, Disinfo sent you, is that it's got to get past the uh, speaker, speaker of the House, uh, because it's apparently, you know, I'm just learning all, all the procedural things that go on with government, and the bill goes in, and it gets discussed, and then the... Uh, it's a Will H- Weatherford the, is the Speaker of the House in Florida. The second, he gets to decide whether it gets to go into to get talked about. The, you know, the, they're not even voting on it yet. It's just whether it gets goes for a vote or goes for a discussion. The second so bill, really, Dave, the second bill you're talking about is HB 1139. Is that the one you said? HB 1139, correct, yes. Okay. Both medical cannabis bills and... Uh, here it says effective date July 1st, 2013, which I really don't see how that's going to happen. But uh, what else did I send you? Oh, and it, it's actually uh, one specific woman. What the hell's her name? I sent you so many things here. Yeah, I know. I'm going to try to put a, a story together about this over the next day or two and get it up on Raz Radio. I, I know it's a Florida-based thing, but it's it's very important. Um so I want to get this information out there. I'm going. I'm scanning through what he sent me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Kathy Jordan. That's the girl. Who's uh, It's the Florida Cannabis Action Network, there it is, and yeah. she's got, I believe, this uh, this bill that's uh, trying to. Yeah, they raided her. She's been. You know, she lives in Florida. Hold on. Let me. See it looks like we've it. got Attorney Joe Morgan and our friends with People United for Medical Marijuana are going to put medical access to cannabis. In the Constitution in November of 2014, and this is again for the state of Florida, right? Uh, if 60% of Floridians agree, but patients cannot wait for the safe legal access, members of the House House Health Quality Subcommittee are ready to clear HB 1139 now, but the Speaker is blocking the hearing. Speaker Will Will Witherford has the power to end the suffering of thousands of Floridians by simply allowing a fair and balanced hearing of HB 1139. Uh, so basically it's calling for everybody to get a tell Speaker Weatherford to shut up and listen. Right. He, he's the guy that can, that can control whether the bill goes even forward for a vote. And if he kibosh, if he cock blocks it beforehand, he's, you know, he's a total dick. Yeah, so we got we to gotta get on something on this. Uh, maybe you can put some paragraphs together. I can throw something together and edit it all together and make uh, something coherent. All right, I'll work on that tomorrow. All right, cool. Yeah, it's a holiday, so happy Easter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ rose. Yeah, I I really give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We got to do the whole uh, Easter bunny thing, though, tomorrow. So uh, (laughs) I wanted to bring that up in relation to this article I have with the uh, cash-starved states eyeing pot tax. And that light's not working there either, honey. I'm going to find a new place for it. I like to keep the studio dark, but I need a light that I can read the articles and stuff with. And I, I moved my light around, and it's just... Here you go. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> so That's you not really helping. you don't want. For those uh, listening, and unfortunately you can't see Dave's shining flashlights at me through the Skype. Well, it's because <laughs> I have a flashlight here for the same thing, because I like to keep the thing dark, but I like to uh, be able to see it if I need to. 
So who's ready for a little bit of a game? We got, what, 48 here? All right. A game? Well, I'm going to read an article. Or I'm going to try to attempt oh, to... Awesome. a drinking game. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, every time Sean fucks up whilst reading, which is common, you take a drink and try not to get completely trashed by 10 o'clock. <laughs> okay? Well, I'm not reading a lot of articles tonight, so that shouldn't be too hard to do. And Dave can just pretend to clink his glass on mine. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll just do one So of anyway, cash-starved... <laughs> He's gay. He's got a big jug of water. Awesome. Cash-starved state eye pot tax. Now that voters in Colorado and Washington have legalized recreational mar- marijuana use, dope smokers there can light up without the, the usual paranoid fear that the cops are at the door. The tax man is another matter. Cash-starved legislators are seeking dollar signs in dime bags with talks that a, that a tax on marijuana could pump hundreds of millions or even billions into the budgets, still reeling from the recession. I've seen some estimates in the high tens of millions, as much as 100 million, 100 million for Colorado, said Re- Representative Jared Polis, who's pushing a federal legislation in Congress, who's pushing a federal... You like my afflections? Do we, do we drink for inflection mistakes? Inflections. Inflection mistakes. Drink. <laughs> Oh, you weren't reading that, but no, I wasn't. So, <laughs> money like that could make a big difference, he said, including a substantial dent in needed school improvements, particularly in poor districts. It's long been a cent- central argument of the pro marijuana crowd: get marijuana out of the hands of the dope dealers, tax it like you do cigarettes, then sit back and watch the money pour in. We all know where the money from non-medical marijuana sales is currently going," said a, narr- a narrator in a Colorado campaign ad from last year, nodding to Mexico. It doesn't need to be that way. If we pass Amendment 64, Colorado businesses worth would profit and tax revenues would pay for public services and the reconstruction of our schools. Uh, and they just go on to talk about... Uh, do I highlight anything in here? No, I didn't really highlight any, any main numbers. But it's true, and this is what we've been saying for years and years and years. If they would just... Legalize, decriminalize, decriminalize marijuana, tax it, and take the revenue. We wouldn't be in near the problem we're in right now. I'm I'm against the taxing thing because I'm against taxes uh, altogether. But uh, the money you'll save just on decriminalizing it, you know, the, you know, the law too. enforcement money, you know, all this shit, the the, the 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 prisons, all this other stuff would save a tremendous amount of money. That you is know? true too. Very true. But I don't see. Look, I'm. This is. These are two medical marijuana bills. All right. So if it's medicinal, you can't charge tax on it. Because what other what other medicine do you charge tax on? I, I don't know. I don't buy pharmaceuticals, so I couldn't tell you. Well, do you ever, buy? Far, I, you don't buy. You don't pay tax on medicine. I don't know that. Okay. No, you don't. If you go to the pharmacy, you pay with it. Well, normally you just pay a five dollar copay. But I've 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 spent plenty of money out of pocket on medicine, and you know whatever the whatever it is is what it is. There's no tax on it. So realizing though that the system we're under, and you have to deal with living under this system. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, Dave. No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dave. Because if they made mer- medical marijuana legal, I could grow it legally. Well, and yeah, I don't have to pay the taxes. Well, okay. It's a way around everything. Okay. Yeah. Would, right. it, would it be nice for me to go to the store and pick up a you know a, a pack of joints? 
yeah, you know what? That would be great. I am going out. Let me grab a pack because I'm going to go hang out at a club and I'll smoke there. That would be great. I would. Oh, fuck. It's locked up again. No, you're still going. You're good. Keep going. So anyway, yeah, I wouldn't mind paying for the for for something uh, like that if it was recreational. But I don't see how you know they're gonna they're not gonna make a lot of money on recreational stuff because people like me are gonna grow it, or, or you know there are gonna be other people that are gonna uh, use it medicinally, and it shouldn't be taxed then. You know, although the, California and uh, Washington has it figured out. Colorado and Washington, you mean? Colorado, Washington, and California because they tax it from grower to processor to uh what do you call those things the user? collective oh the, yeah oh yeah but the user then has to pay a higher rate right but they right but but they don't i don't think they're really actually paying a tax and that, that is kind of fucked up because washington uh hits it three times at 25 percent each shot right well I, again if it's gonna at least make it so that we don't have to watch over our shoulders all the time I, i'm willing to accept that first step um, and again, I'd probably grow it too if it was legal to grow it. What, honey? That's just you know. <laughs> every time you make an exception, it's you're knocking one more domino down. It's just silly to go. Well, yeah, we don't do it for this, wouldn't but I if I can that, have this, then I'll, I can deal with that. Wouldn't I be putting that domino back up, not knocking it down? No, it's it's a oh. domino effect. Like, no, we can do it this way. That's fine as long as as long as I can have it legally. Now, I'm I'm okay with taxing it. And he's sitting here saying that pharmaceuticals generally aren't taxed. So why should we have to pay a tax on it? Well, because I, I, I don't want it legal for just medical. I want it legal in general. Um, then, tax, you know, you don't tax a medical and you, you regulate it so that you don't have people. We're talking about one benefit of using that plant. There's a, a multitude of reasons why people would want to use that material. Well, I agree. You know, I might, I might wind up buckling down and breaking down and say, you know what? If they have a cafe and where you can go smoke, tax it there. But don't don't tax yeah. it ridiculous. Yeah, for like, recreational like, use, sure. Right. But not for medical yeah. use. There not you go. Not for um, if you're using it for you know different things like textiles or you know building or some sort of fuel. I mean, it's it can be used for so many things. Right. It, it, right. If you're using it for other than medicinal purposes tax it fuck it even though i'm against taxes but you know at this point i'm and he, again these two bills here in florida are for medicinal use only and i'm even st- still saying that you know what because because i've used it medicinally mm-hmm. and i understand that it does have medicinal know, quite a bit of medicinal value right exactly you know, just make it legal for the guys the people that really need it you know keep it out of my hands you know if i'm going to use it recreational because quite honestly i can't um well see but we, wait before you say that though you know, people who the, – the, there's people that use it recreational, but then there's people that use it recreational but are actually using it as a medication. You know, like like I say with me, you know. Yeah, that's true. I, I People would say I use it recreation, recreationally, but I don't believe I use it recre, recreationally. Well, that's just using that word way too much yeah. in one sentence. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we have, our, we have our redheaded stepchild on the phone right now, Dave. Ugh. <laughs> oh, shifty! I don't. I don't like gingers either. Make sure to see because I think you're gross too. What was that? What? I heard what she did. She went. Yeah. 
<laughs> I meant for you to hear that. <laughs> I wanted you to feel disassociated. Well, she, Lexi's actually really a redhead, so. I thought we were friends. Are you in a wind tunnel? No, I just took you off on my Bluetooth. Uh, um, I, uh, I, uh, 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 be, uh, because... Because I got sidetracked tonight, I forgot a, a story that uh, I saw that I was wondering if you saw the same story about how um, uh, UPS just paid off the Fed. I think it was $40 million. It may have been as little as 400000 I know it had a four and a bunch of zeros in it uh, <laughs> because the Fed basically knew that there were uh, shipments of illegal drugs coming. And I, I don't think it was just pharmaceuticals. I think it was pot, too that uh, UPS has just been ignoring, basically, and they said that they're going to tighten down their restrictions on that, and they literally just paid to get out from underneath this issue, which just, you know, exasperates exactly what you're talking about, where there's, you know, there's all this government oversight for something that really shouldn't have government oversight to begin with. I mean, Canadian pharmaceuticals and weed, who cares? (laughs) Exactly. It's not not killing anybody. Well, the the Canadian pharmaceuticals... You know, I'm always going to say, well, I got an issue with that because they are killing people. Um, but marijuana is not killing anyone. So Dude, there's, a, there's a lot of those pharmaceuticals that are keeping a lot of people alive, too. Remember, they're not all, you know, the, the evil SSRIs, uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, the thing, you know, the, 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 the drugs that literally basically make you feel like you're on heroin and you try to get off of them. Not all drugs are like that, man. There's there's a lot of drugs that keep people's uh, cholesterol down, mm. keep people's tickers going. Well, wait, wait, stop, wait, there. wait, stop right there with cholesterol. Let's start with the cholesterol blockers. Uh, if you're going to start <laughs> me on this one, oh shifty. Now, uh, shifty. I know the cholesterol blockers oh. are bad news, but they also work. What's what's ninety percent of your brain made out of? Cholesterol. Cholesterol. Well, water. Water actually. Well, okay. the, the, the other major the other major part of your brain is cholesterol. Uh, so if you're taking a cholesterol blocker, something that's made to break down cholesterol, what's that doing to your brain? Well, I mean, on, on that same token, Sean, since obviously we're not going to get along about this, maybe we can get along <laughs> about the age drugs, okay? Without the drugs, people were dropping like flies in the 80s. It was like a, a one big... But but uh, I know... In the 80s, it was like one big homosexual funeral. Uh, now these people are living forever. Good for them. I don't say these people like, I, like I'm mean about them. I, but Scott, but Shifty, 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 Scott Stevens, a weatherman that lives out in Colorado, was a guest on Dangerous Conversation before. He mm-hmm. juices marijuana, and that's how he controls his AIDS. He's had AIDS for twenty plus years, and he's never Wait, taken he, pharmaceuticals. He juices raw he, marijuana. Did you say he juices marijuana like like, like a South Park episode where like the Maddie like the Looney, like the, the, the juicer the juicer the, the yeah, Jim like Jack 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 Lane, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking marijuana. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, pop soda. But hey, there's no works. there's and no there's high no, effect. There, there's you don't, no side effects. You don't get high from it. It's yeah, there's no strictly high. medicinal. That's lame. I'm never drinking that stuff. <laughs> well, you got to remember for it's for the that high, guy alive. <laughs> for the high to come, you have to heat. I think it's uh, 168 degrees or 190 degrees, or I don't know the exact. I know it's right in that range. You have to heat the THC to in order for the high effect to kick in. If you don't heat, is that, the, what, is that why in uh, Florida in the middle of July I can just eat raw weed and get really high? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably because it gets fucking hot down here sometimes. 
So wait a minute. If you if you swallow a bud like a pill, nothing happens. You won't get any high. No. That's why no, when you they, make I mean, yeah. That's why when you make tea, you have to boil it because that's you're you're steeping it like you make a tea bag, but that activates the 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 THC highness factor or whatever the hell it is. Look at you, Professor Raspatello. <laughs> All right, Shifty, we're going to go into a break. i got Frank Castle coming up. Anything else? Yeah, hey, I just want to let you know that uh, I have a special guest host next week. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Uh, the Ultimate Warrior will be guest hosting the show next week. Oh, that should be interesting. Will he have a uh, <laughs> clock so he knows what time to get off? <laughs> what, what, I'm going to buy you a clock, you. Shifty. Just for you. We're going to get you a clock that vibrates really fast so it keeps up with your eyes. So you can tell what time it is. Oh, that's wrong. That was just, that wasn't even just, nice. I just want you to know, Shifty, that I came in really close to logging into the server and booting you off. <laughs> Why? Why? You weren't shutting up. Oh, come on now. Just that's like what now. What I'm supposed to do is not shut up. That's, yeah. that's the deal. Listen, you guys have hey. a good show, and, uh, and you guys take care of yourselves. All right, love you, and brother. Hey, yeah, wait, 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 you before you go, so uh, the official programming change is that uh, it's now your show from 7 to 9 on Saturdays, right? Yeah, uh, that's that's the uh, that was the announcement that we made tonight. Uh, it's going to be me and Joe. Jesse uh, is indisposed uh, with, with what he's doing. Um I'd like to say that he's welcome to come anytime that he wants, but I don't really mean that because I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to be interrupted. But he's welcome to uh, <laughs> uh, join me once in a while. Um, but the uh, but yeah, we'll be doing it every week from uh, seven to nine. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good time slot for us, and it's a good time slot for you guys to have us behind you. And uh, we're gonna keep trying to entertain the shit out of you. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, the idea that I had tonight uh, is that. We have a special way. Uh, we are going to have a, uh, a celebrity guest host every week from now on uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, and uh, I think you guys are going to really like how we do this, and we're going to have a bit along with it every single week. And let's see if it works. But I think it's going to be great. Uh, oh. George Decay will be with us soon, and uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh my God! And, uh, <laughs> well, can we get awesome. a drop from you before you get famous? Hmm. With your celebrity guest mm-hmm. host, can we get a drop well, from well, you, you, Shifty? I, before I'll get a drop you're famous, from we hear Shifty's voice no. enough on for right on now. The Radio I want live. one. I want to hear how he rolls. He wants. She wants a live drop. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, but why would you want one of those from me? It's she, because she's. I don't know. She's got the hots for you. <laughs> I just buzzer. Just uh, exactly. Go, go check right. your Twitter. Go check your Twitter. <laughs> well, this, this is this is Shifty, and you're listening to the first fifty two on RazRadioLive.com. The only place where uh, where Lexi has all complete control of me. That was the worst drop ever. I just totally <laughs> fucked it up like everything else that I do. <laughs> all right, we're going to break, Shifty. We'll talk to you later, brother. Take care, guys. Peace out. Uh, our good old Shifty. Make sure you guys check out his show. He will be 7 to 9 uh, Saturdays. James has been sick and, and trying to <laughs> trying to pull his... his uh, are you looking at the picture? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to pull his uh, his his Bubba show together, so uh, when he's ready, we'll find a spot to stick him in. Uh, if he if he's going to be able to do more than one show, uh, I miss having him on, but it's just been I need a, a live show before me to to help roll the shows going, and uh, you know we had to do that. Yeah, man, you you, you can't feel bad, you know, about him pulling out of that because you know that dude's going through some shit. Oh yeah, it's it's horrible. I, I really I feel bad for him. Is what I mean, you know. So, the good uh, thing is that I'm going to call into that show and ask some questions and I don't have to worry about people <laughs> recognizing me from this show. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go into this break so we can get Frank dialed up and uh, 
Have some fun with him. Alrighty. And you guys are listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. We'll be back with Frank Castle in the second hour. I'll play some of his music going into it. If you want to join us in the third hour, 941-421-0401, hop in the chat box at RazRadioLive.com. This is Jordan Page. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio.
Are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the world are they spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. So don't tease the crowd because I brought my crew. You're listening to Frank Castle and Sean Raz on the first 52.
like a jack rabbit. She needs it like a crack addict. Yo, she needs that dirty money. She's got some bad habits. All right, here we go. Hour number two of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I'm so glad you guys are joining us. Hope you enjoyed the jams and the break there. Of course, we had uh, our boy Frank Castle from Heist Click. They're playing old uh, Come Alive, and we're going back in with some dirty money. And, of course, going into the third hour, I told you, or the second hour, I'm sorry, I'm already confusing myself. Hmm. I told you we'd have our boy uh, Frank Castle on the lines with us. Frank, we got you there, brother? Yes, sir. Excellent. We love having you join us. Welcome back. Of course, you know Dave's on the other line there. And Lexi's What's sitting to my up? right. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Oh, nice to have you back. We got a lot of stuff. I got articles all over the place in here that I want to get to with you. Um, and I'm sure you've got some stuff uh, that you want to talk about. First off, let's get into your, as far as I know, your next event, which is in two weeks. Huge event. Very huge. We're doing the uh, Anarchy in New York City 420 show. And there are so many people on this lineup that... Um, I look at it and I'm like, wow, if I was anywhere of a fan, that's where I would be that night. And from my understanding, they uh, they were sold out and then they got a bunch more tickets on the side. They sold out of them. Then they were like, listen, there's an upstairs in this place. What do you guys want to do? They're like, fuck it. Open it up. Sold out 600 tickets. Oh, wow. Starts wow. at like 10 in the morning, goes till 10 at night, speakers all day. So no, it's one. I, I just got the email. It's one thirty in the afternoon. I'm like, God damn it! My ass has to be up at like seven o'clock in the morning to come make this thing. You're gonna be there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm coming in from Long Island. Sweet. So we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or more mid, uh, like mid, uh, maybe like five o'clock. I'm gonna have to pop in there because I got like a practice earlier in the day and everything. And uh, Burns is driving in from Canada, so I got to make sure we're all hooked up and ready. And uh, you see, did you see the lineup? Yeah, man. There's a lot of people that I want to see um, talk. I mean, there's Kokesh is going to be there. That uh, shit, the name escapes me. What? Kokesh is on early, too. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that guy, the, the tax guy. God damn it. He, he was actually just on a show while we, when we came on tonight. Eustace? At 9 o'clock. Eustace. Read off, the, read off the, uh, the speakers there. Con- are you talking about Conway Eustace? 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 Eustace, no, he's not going to be there. Oh, okay. But uh, we should talk about that. Yeah. But uh, no, there's the, the um, Larkin Rose. Actually, Larkin Rose was in um, uh, America Freedom for Fascism. And he's a very huge tax advocate or tax uh, protester. And uh, he's done time for it as well. Listen, like I said, if you were going to take out the, the, like a good section of the crew, like the ones that are going to cause some fucking shit. That's the day you send someone in. <laughs> yeah, well, get caught up in there, I, Frank. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard last week's show or not. We had Susan Lindauer on, and uh, that's something she was concerned about. Is is she's seeing the? And I said this the week before on my show, and Alex Jones has been saying it, and all, everybody else is saying it. Um, you know, we're we're in the path to the next false flag. We're 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 um, let's say we're in May of two thousand one. Right now, you see what right. I'm saying. Su- We're looking at a false flag, possibly a subway system. They're not going to repeat the ridiculous. No, I'm not saying they're going to do the same thing. She she seems to think a dirty bomb, 
Um, yeah, well, set something off down in the. Like, listen, I went for a uh, an audition once, right after nine eleven, mm-hmm. right, and the train systems were all screwy or whatnot. So we had to be there. So we left two hours early for a twenty minute ride. There was a bomb scare on there. It was like five hours of the most ridiculous stuff you'll ever want to be a part of. I remember Petro, one of the original members of the heist. He was like, he always had this sixth sense. So he was watching the whole time. He was the youngest one out of all of us. Man, the doors open at one of the stops. He was like, we're getting off right now, right now. <laughs> Ding, the doors opened. We got off. We were like, yo, what's wrong? The doors closed and they locked everything down. Wow. So I was like, oh, my God. And we called the audition. We're like, yo, we're not making it. They were like, yeah, whatever. I was like, is that a lie? Because it made the news. It made it. They, it shut everything down. Now, there is no internet. You don't get out. You're in there. You're in the tube. Anything happens in there, it's going to travel. It's getting everyone. Yeah. yeah, And it's insane. Anyone that's been to New York City during any form of a rush hour knows that that is the most contained place with more people than you could possibly shake a stick at. It's shoulder to shoulder for miles. Yes, I I see more of a biological than I do a a dirty bomb because a biological actually uh, would be easier for them than to try to get – uh, a nuclear device into the country, or or use when I say when I say them to to try to to try. I'm trying to put it on the the terrorist side of it. If they were to try to get terrorists to make it look like it was them, we've got these these sensors going off from a guy that's got uh, is having nuclear tests done. You know what I mean? So if if you it, it would not make sense to people, and people are too alert and too aware of what's going on. Do we lose Frank? Possibly. You you froze before that. Uh, I you know I must I'm wondering if there's a lag on my internet here. I wonder if we're having an internet problem. Well, You're wondering. I'm kind of guaranteeing. Yeah, they're reconnecting with them now, so we'll have to hold up and uh, see if it reconnects to them. Uh, but that's my that like I really I, I I don't think people will believe a dirty bomb. I don't. Hold on. You have to. What you have to do is look. Uh, in order. For, uh, the, at, from this point on, since September 11th, it doesn't take very much to scare the population, right? So that's why we had all these fake ones, you know, the, the, the shoe bomber and the underwear bomber that actually created, you know, uh, more um, reaction, Right. Yeah. So the, it's, the, it's the ones that don't work or the ones that had the potential that now have the most amount of effect. I don't think they're going to do a nuclear bomb in Manhattan because then that stops commerce, you know, because... Right. You won't be able to go anywhere in there for decades, right? Well, you know? but a dirty bomb isn't a nuclear bomb. It would be. It, it would only have to be in a in a, in a high rise that they set it off at, and then that coming down and raining down is what causes the problem. You know, it's it's getting that in the air, so it doesn't have to cause a large amount of damage per se, like a nuclear bomb would. It would mm-hmm. just be a, a you know a, an explosion in in the, in the top of a building or something like that isolated. Would, yeah, it wouldn't have to be massive damage to to do the damage that you would or to do the deaths that you would with you know with that we lose i'm just trying to see if frank's back yet or not it looked like he was trying to call in but uh the lines went away he might have to uh skype it yeah let me reconnect with him here see if that works you might hear some ringing noise yeah 
issues. I, I don't know what it is. Again, I, I'm wondering if there's just a throttle issue with my internet connection. Maybe we said dirty bomb too many times. Yeah, right. <laughs> it has been. It's been rough tonight with this. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's a, a question, man. I don't know. Uh, keep saying. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, I think New York might be the uh, a target, but, you know, Trucker Mike was talking about how it might be a different target. I don't know. You know, I I don't think it's the target he's talking about, but it would scare the shit out of other people. Because right now, you know, like, I'm not afraid because I'm not going to be in New York. You know, I'm not afraid because my son's going to be 60 miles away out of New York. Right. You know, um, hopefully. Uh, when you're there. So so if, if they actually attack another town or another place, you know, like L.A. or, or Orlando, well, wherever. You know, that would actually put the fear back into people, you know, all over the country. I think they're attacking right. New York right now. We can't seem to get Frank back on. It must be a, a connection on his end problem because you and I are going fine. <laughs> he keeps popping up and then going away and popping up. I don't know if he can hear us or not. Uh, hopefully, okay. hopefully it figures itself out there. Um, Technical yeah. difficulties on the first 52. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not our technical difficulty problem, though. Kevin said he felt like he was listening to his show. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it, brother. Um, yeah, I, you got a good point there, and the, I think it was, tr- I think it was Trucker Mike, you and I going back and forth about Disney or something like that. Yeah. Um, I see the point of that, but I don't. I, I think Disney is too financially tied into the elite that. That's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't see that. Y- you follow and, me? And the World Trade Centers weren't? <laughs> uh, not in the same way. They weren't looked at as the one, ex- you know, like, after the World Trade Centers were destroyed, commerce still continued that went on. It, it took a little bit to get it going again, but those businesses didn't just go away. Right. If, if they did something like that in a theme park, like a Disney or a... Bush Gardens or something like that. That's bad for business. Yeah, that's bad for business, and that that business isn't going to recover from that. Whereas the financial business will. Follow me. Yeah. I mean, the financial business will always be there, no matter what. Really, they were just blowing up their storage closet. Well, yeah, they were getting rid of evidence. Is a lot of what September 11th was all about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love when he's a cynical evil giggle. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> It was it was a win for the government on so many levels. It really was. <laughs> I, you know, had to be subjected to. Uh, I was waiting for a closing to go on at work, and there were two couples sitting out there that were going into closing together, and they started talking about. They were Canadians, and they started talking about how America had changed so much, and that it all started with those effing terrorists that came in and blew up the the trade centers and they were like man they really knew what they were doing because it really changed the face of how america does everything today and i just sort of sat and eavesdropped in and i of course didn't voice my opinion because i like having a job but uh it was just interesting to actually hear someone's outlook on it that has no concept or looked any further than what mainstream told them but they also, at the same standpoint, recognize how much change came from that and how much it really did impact us and how it worked the way we think about everything that we do security-wise, 
um, and it just trickles right on down. It had a huge, huge impact. And you really think that a couple of, you know, guys with little turbans on their head brainstorm this whole idea? It's just, you want to say things like that. You want to talk to them about it, but, you know, at work isn't the best place. (laughs) Right. That is a hard thing to do. Yeah. That it, it really is. Uh, I I sometimes think you know I used to be a restaurant manager, you know. So and this was well before I was talking about these things I talk about now. And I would talk you know sports, and even then I really wasn't into them. You know, I just kind of nodded and yeah. You know, I rooted for the Eagles, and I had my arguments I would have with people. Um, oh, by the way, Frank's going to reconnect, re- restart his Skype, and try to reconnect with us. So you know what's going on. <clears throat> Um, so I, you know, I, and I can have discussions about other things, but I, I derailed myself when I, I hate when I do that. When I said the Skype thing, I forgot where I was going. Are you trying to say you don't have tunnel vision? No, I have, no, I guess I, I guess I do have tunnel vision. No, you do, sir. You do. Yeah, I know I do. I hey, there know. he is. We got Frank back. Hey. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I restarted Skype and it looks completely different now. Yeah, sometimes that Skype's a pain in the F and ass. Got to restart it every day or so. I have to do that sometimes myself. So where were you? Uh, where were we with you? We were oh, dirty bombs, nuclear bomb, uh, chemical well, weapons. What's with all the talk about North Korea talking all this trash right now? The dumb down people listening to this nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. Because you see all the memes all over Facebook. We've all been part of it today with the the guys in the boat. Oh, look, they're launching the Navy. (laughs) The guys in the plane outfits taking off. That was hysterical. Now, they could use that as a jump off and just go, oh, look, they snuck a guy in here and did something stupid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they they could just use that simple, you know, sometimes it's best to just keep it simple. Apparently, they do that all the time because I, I, I can't even watch TV anymore, man. I can't do it. I just see it blatantly when people talk, and I'm just like, holy shit. This is bad fucking news, man. It's all it's bad. All, listen, there's something going on weird, because I was in the gas station, and they have the little TV sets in there now. And I, I'm, like, pumping gas. Before I even get my card out, I'm watching the TV. Like, <laughs> like if you could see my face right there, it's, it's like, holy shit. I'm just standing. There, I do it again, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? And I see it flickering, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm getting gas. What am I doing? I'm not even high. What the fuck? Wait, wait, I the- know something's going on. I was with my baby, my nephew, and uh, the TV flicked on. He stepped on the remote. He was running. We were playing lightsabers, staring right at it. <laughs> like, at it. I'm like, hey, well, get over here. And he's like, he looks at me and then looks back, like, like the bug into the light situation. Yep. Now I see it. I have eight screens around me right now. It just looks like the Matrix, right? I know the feeling. I'm staring at three myself. I got a, a 50-inch flat screen. In. Yeah, it's amazing. But, you know, we at least we're using it for good, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But it's still taking an effect on us, man. Oh, don't hate the technology. I don't, I'm not, listen, here's, an, here's another thing. <laughs> Where's the missing? i on the ridiculousness. I am so for technology. I want a laser gun. I want a lightsaber. Okay. I want Captain America's shield. I want it. Right. I want. To, <laughs> I want the. I want to be connected to the internet and my phone without having a. You know, with my music, I could just press a button in my hand. But when Darth Vader has the lightsaber, it's an evil engine of 
self-destructive energy that can kill everyone when Luke Skywalker has it. It's just positive protection, right? Everybody's meditating and having a great fucking time. Mm -hmm. So I don't hate the technology. It's the people behind it, what they're about to do with it. Speaking of Star Wars, you brought it up. I got, it made me think of this meme I saw going around this past week or two. Um, I guess they were trying to relate Luke Skywalker to a liberal, and they talked about um, Luke Skywalker's handed the most powerful weapon in the universe. What's the first thing he does? Look down the barrel. Looks right into it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Listen, I have a, a, like a, the FX lightsaber. I got it for, as, a, as a gift, and it's like fight ready and all this craziness. So I'm like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. It says do not remove it. The, the, the fighting blade and look into the the hilt because it has a three watt green laser right burn your eye out. <laughs> well, it's the first I'm thing like, you did yeah whatever so I turn it on <laughs> at the wall look down into it <laughs> three hours total idiot and I went you know and my mother would this is like two years ago so yeah. <laughs> my mother was like you're you're a, you're a moron <laughs> and I'm funny. like listen this is your fault. You didn't hit me harder. <laughs> you didn't hit Next me harder. Time around, beat my ass. Oh, too funny. Yeah, that is that is uh, a good thing, man. That, that's and, a good uh, thing you just said there. The way you you listen, put that. People like Monsanto and companies like these crappy ass powerful. Whatever. We're gonna get to the point where they're just gonna burn the fucking place down. I'm telling you, there's not gonna be a riot and stuff. I don't. I don't really think Americans are gonna really be that stupid. I mean, really that stupid. I mean, they'll get to the point where they're going to be able to pinpoint the problem and they're going to just go wild there, you know, even, but you got to watch that. It's not an assumed place. Like they understand that move that's made just in case the people decide to riot just at us, mm -hmm. you know, put the, the fake headquarters here or some bullshit. They think like that. Well, the but provocateurs, they they're burning down Monsanto places all you know, other countries. You don't hear about it though. Right. Oh, it's right. been outlawed so, in other countries. People are waking up around here like crazy. I, I can't even tell you how. Mr. Burns laughed at me for five years. Five years. The other guys in the group, the, the guys that aren't with us anymore, Cutta and Petro, they, oh, Jesus, Frank, with your bullshit. This is what I heard. And then one by one, they woke up. Petro denies it. He's, I know what's going on. It fucking makes me sad. I don't talk about it. <laughs> Now, let's work up to Burns. Burns is fully awake. His dad worked at um, that plant in uh, Canada that had the leak into the river. Right. And I was out there with my boy, RJ, and we were all doing a tour up there. And I'm like, listen, I just read this crazy stuff. Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. My father works there. There's nothing wrong. Everyone's sick. Everyone's, I mean, sick. Like, all the, all the symptoms, like, where you just lose your mind. Like, it just goes. You know, everything starts to shut down. Things don't work right. You know it's direct radiation. You, you know it is. It's what, that's what happens. What do you need? You, you nails to fall out and teeth to fall out. That's next. <laughs> you're old. You, you're susceptible to that weird shit, like, right away. So now he's just like, wow, man. It makes, you, want, it makes you wonder why, it makes you wonder why we, we've been seeing all these different things for years. This isn't just starting now all of a sudden. Uh, it's finally it's been forever, man. Yeah, it, it's finally coming to fruition. And like I said on, uh, you know, I do a segment on the Shannon Burke show during the week on Tuesdays. And uh, when I came in, they were talking about um, disability and Medicaid and Medicare and 
all these different things. And I got in the conversation with that, and then I brought it around to food. And he's like, well, what, 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 why are we even talking about GMO foods right now? What's that really matter? I said, well, that brings us all the way back around to how they're using disability and Medicare and Medicaid and all these different programs to suck money. They're, they're, they're doing it by poisoning us with our foods, with our medicines, with our vaccines. And they're bringing us right back around in that loop to needing to be on disability, Medicare, Medicaid, or on some kind of, you know, supplement or assistance. You guys know I work in the food business, right? Right. Okay. I do inspections. We'll just leave it at that. I can't say anymore. Mm -hmm. When I talk like this, people, they first were like, yo, what are you talking about? These are other inspector guys. Right. And I'm like, you don't, you don't know, right? So the the reporter is in the other room, and I'm like, they're they're putting their shit around the farm. So when it blows onto there, they get your farm. They're fucking choking out the, the small farmers. Like you, they always tell me that when I do something for for the inspection, it's a, I'm not for either side. To me, it doesn't matter ever, but you have to keep in mind of the people in the equation and the farmer. Is a hate. They always hate me, and they're the first people in the equation getting fucked. So I see less and less people hating on me, and more and more people just like in suits and ties and shit. So I make a few comments, and people are like, "What the fuck, man?" Now the reporter goes, "Oh, you you know you noticed that, right?" I'm like, "Yeah. Why don't you report on it?" Right. Then one day there's a, a thing in my office, and there's two dudes from Monsanto in the office, and they one of our head guys is like looking at them. And then looking back to us to make his comment, like looking for like, okay, guys, is it okay for me to talk now or say this? And I went, listen, I sleep. I take naps at lunch. I take 20 minute power naps. I get up and you put these assholes in front of me. I haven't had a cup of fucking coffee. And I'm going to have they told me once, you know, you need to start drinking the Kool-Aid and cover your ears if you don't want to hear what I said to the head of my division. I said, go fuck your mother. (laughs) don't ever ask me to drink the Kool-Aid because I will kick you right in your fucking nuts and I'm not talking shit I'm being dead serious so the suits and ties were giving the nod off here you go yeah you can talk and I'm like what the fuck was that I said you do realize we're in the Bronx right like I can say that to you you have no protection here this is my area like you don't come here in in a suit and tie and tell me I'm a top you could put master in front of my job because I've reached that that level, right? And who are you with your suit and fucking tie to come in here? I said, you, that's Satan. Those two guys, they work for Satan. And I'm not religious. People were like, what? So one of the girls in the office is, I don't want to work here anymore. This is some fucking bullshit. And she got another job working with another division with like insects and stuff. They push this crap and now they're doing the salmon. I work right next to the fish market. I do your fruits and vegetables. I know what's in them. I have food allergies that if I, I watch people eat out of the boxes, it goes right from the farm to us. And um, oh, look, look at the corn. I bit into the corn. I had a little chunk. It was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. And then I woke up and there was a police officer with a glove on with his finger in my fucking mouth. I was laying on a pallet of 50 sound sacks of potatoes. And I'm like, what the hell? They're like, yo, your face turned purple. You stopped breathing and your tongue was like that fucking fat. So we didn't know what to do. So we just pressed it down as hard as we could. Wow. And then you opened your fucking eyes. So you developed a food allergy to good, healthy corn? 
Yeah, dude, it it was Monsanto genetically modified. Oh, okay. 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 This is how I found out. I found out through the real deal. I didn't find out from Alex Jones and I didn't find out from uh, conspiracy sites. I ate the th- I've been saying I have food allergies. I would I used to get my flu shots when I was a kid. My mother forced me to do that shit. I noticed at one point when I was playing lacrosse in college, I was playing Division Two. Everything went down after the shots and never came back. My energy, my my ability to heal, um, my injuries, my I get sick. It was for two weeks at a time, and it never came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's been that way forever, and I stopped doing it. I had the beef with my doctor. Exactly. He fucking hit me with it. I was so sick lying on the thing. I said, I do not want that. I want a shot of penicillin. And he took hit me with a shot and said, there's your flu shot. And then there's your shot of penicillin. And I fucking lost it. I was so, I was so sick. I had to be carried in there. They almost had to carry the doctor out of there. And then wait a minute, wait a minute. I, you, kicked, I kicked the garbage pail over. I seen him throw the, the top where it went. So I took it. I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to take a picture and send it, pulled it out. I said, this is the one with the shit in it. And he's like, no, it's not. And I kicked the garbage pail, bong, and I flipped out. I said, "How dare you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna." He's like, "I'm the doctor. You have no fucking clue what you're talking about." I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm the inspector. I'm actually knowing what you didn't study. As far as I'm concerned, if my leg's not fucking broke, we could work on this together, bro." Wow. So wait a minute. Let me clarify I, this. I typed in the number on the back of the thing, and it went right to the website that Alex Jones told. It was their website. And the fucking thing, he's like, read the opening line, could cause death, yeah. Dion Marais, this, that. Bro, it went right to it. I went with my laptop back to him and showed him, and he threw me out. Yeah, right in the insert, it says it, right? Uh, people don't read that insert, though, because it's that tiny, tiny little print they got to unfold like seven or eight times. He was getting money. Go ahead, Dave. Peed. I'm from the Bronx. I see these games. I'm in the heist, bro. No <laughs> way you're getting around this bullshit. He's getting money. You know why I know... <laughs> I'm in the fucking doctor's office sitting there and I see executive after executive coming in, shaking hands, giving gifts, nope. looking all like Ugh. the hot sales girls. And he, he hands me, you know, they're hot too, right? Yeah. And they, he hands me a stack of samples so I don't have to go through my insurance. And I'm like, I have the best insurance in the world. I work for the empire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's time for you to ante up. And the only problem with like, having I'm the best in. The only- I told him, I'm not your guinea pig. Penicillin, from now on, that's it. It works every time. So the last two years, it's been penicillin, and it works every time. Nice. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead with your uh, question there. I just wanted to clarify that that you had said no to a flu shot, and he stuck it in on you? Or yes. Yes. Uh, I that, fucking- there were people I- that were with me and were like, what's going on? You know, <laughs> over the course of the last 20 years, there's been four or maybe five incidents where I was, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm six foot one. Uh, when I was younger, I was kind of big. And, you know. I'm up to we, your shoulder. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, we're from the same area, so we don't, we don't just take shit from people, right? Yeah, four, you, four times to, to rebel. Well, yeah, you just don't take shit. And yeah. four times in my life, I've had to actually get puffy with a doctor. And last year, when they cut puffy my toe day. off in April, um... I actually got out of my wheelchair and stood and got onto one of those walkers, and I was going up and down the hall looking for the doctor. And I, I switched because I was going to fucking punch him in the face. Because I <laughs> can't punch him when I'm sitting, when, when I'm in the wheelchair. I couldn't punch him. I mean, I have to, like, reach up. I was, and I, the, 
the only times I really wanted to hurt somebody badly, all four times were doctors. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I a million percent agree. Yeah. I, I've never had issues with certain guys, like certain specialists, but my personal doctor, this was one of his things to me. I, I helped give birth to you, right? I've been taking care of you your whole life. Never steered you wrong. I know the things that you don't. And I said, how do you know what I know? I'm a fully grown man. I'm in my late 30s and I'm in a position of, it's just the, the health. You guys see it now, right? Like the food is the answer. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Where I wasn't getting the food, dude. I, I was a victim of fat belly, MSG. I, I'm jacked, man. I, I'm lean and mean most of the time, but I always pack a little extra meat. And then somewhere along the way, they use the excuse, oh, you're getting older. Mm. It takes more to burn it off. Oh, really? No, I just noticed that it changed. I smoke cigarettes. I noticed the chemicals have changed. I could taste them. Right, I, I, dude, I tried to quit the other day. I had like a shake fit. One of these. And then I thought I was going to have a heart attack, and then I thought I was going to punch my boss. One no these. reason at all. One of these, one brother. Of these. You want to quit? One, one of these. Get yourself I have three e-cert. of them. Uh, dude, I'm pacifiers. <laughs> Dave calls it my pacifier. <laughs> Listen, it, I, uh, I'm trying. I'm but that's probably it, though. half that's, a million dollars it. in debt because of my whole toe thing. But you know, fuck them. They tried to kill. Me. <laughs> I understand that. I, and now that I think about it, I I had to go going back the first time I told him about the flu shots and stuff. When I explained I will never take another one again, and he was like, ah, "You don't know what you're talking about." We had an argument, and he gave me a prescription and said, "You have to be at this doctor's office in the hospital at 5 p.m." Because we we were talking, and he said to me, uh, "It got heated." And then he goes, if I said to you right now, you will do this. I said, he goes, what would your reply be? I said, I would ask you to stand up like a man and come outside with me. And then he's like, why? You're going to beat me up. I, I said, no, but I'm going to try. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, here you go. And I'm straight faced. Doing it. Like, I don't give a fuck. I've been beaten up so many times, the fat kid growing up. And then at one point it was gone. Right? I don't take shit. I don't care. I'm just standing up for myself. I went to the hospital, met this doctor. It was a fucking psycho doctor. They hit me with the, the that shit that just boom, makes you relax like instantly. I almost shit myself when they did it. And they had two dudes hold me in a chair. They just came in. I had no clue that was going to happen. The dude was being so cool. He looked like um, uh, the dude from Baywatch, the main guy. He was really good looking. David Right? He was kind of like a little <laughs> pompous. And then he they came in. They were two big black dudes. I'm not being weird. I'm in the Bronx. They're gigantic. And uh, they would put an arm on either side of me. And I was sitting in the chair and I'm like, what do you guys want? They had the white things on and everything. And the dude came over and got me right here in my neck and then said, okay, you're going to relax. And I was with this guy for 16 weeks talking. And then when I left him, he said, you're the most sane guy I've ever met. But the question started with, do you believe in UFOs? Do you believe in the government's watching you? Do you believe there's poison in this? And I'm like, are you fucking retarded? I'm like, I, you know what's going on. I know that your job is to make me look like a jerk off. Oh, so you think that I'm one of them? And I'm like, no, no, no the system. That, I was going to be, I have a master's in psychology, man. I know exactly what you're doing. And he's like, oh, so you think I'm doing something to you? 
bro, this went on for 16 weeks. <laughs> 16 fucking weeks. I walked home that night three hours later, wobbling. Like, where, 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 what happened? My mother was talking to me. She goes, I think they hit you with that, with that truth shit because you're just in here yapping and telling me everything. I was like, oh, my God. I, I had to do that or I was getting locked up. I haven't had pharmaceuticals in God knows how long. I can't even remember the last time I had a, a pharmaceutical. Well, I've been jacked out, you know, on my longevity. I've been, I'm still Well, it's it. like, I, right, it's, you know, and this is a good example. This is the last time I remember taking a pharmaceutical was right after I had my son. And I was like hormonally, wickedly imbalanced, which is normal. Right after you have a There's a time and place. Yeah, there's a time and place for everything. Like, people get a little whacked out. I would just be sitting there, and tears would start streaming down my face. And I'd feel really overwhelmed, which isn't normal for me. I'm not a crier. I don't like to cry in front of people. So it concerned me. So I had, like, a four-week checkup after this whole ordeal. And the doctor was like, so how have you been feeling? And I was like... You know, I've been fine. I'm starting work soon. I got to say, though, it's really odd. I just cry for no reason. It, it it just happens. And she was like, oh, she was like, well, you know, there's things that we can do to help with that. And so we can get that straightened out. And, you know, women have a tendency to get emotional right after a child. That, and which is fine. I understand I that right. concept. So weird. She put me on this antidepressant um called effexor xr which i took for all of two days <laughs> and i had just started a new job and i was like maybe three or four days in what did it and it, it, it was like a it, well it was like a 45 minute drive and i took it probably an hour before i was about to drive in and i was feeling really loopy i was having a hard time adjusting to it because i'm not really i don't take pills anyway and I'm driving to work and I'm on this really busy road on my way up to a really busy traffic ingested area. And I shit you not, at, at one point, and this went on for about 10 minutes of my drive and it really freaked me out. I thought my car was floating above all the other cars and then I was just kind of weaving in and out. It freaked me out. By the time I got to work, I couldn't even... I, I went straight to my boss and I was like, I was, I was put on something and I know it sounds totally crazy. I was prescribed this and I'm, I'm like panicking. She came home and told me this story Ugh. and the next day. Listen, that's amazing. It was honestly. horrible. It was Listen, horrible. I was on Ambilify and Klonopin. I had to, right? So I was at work. It was my third day. I swear to God, I started to feel like that inner voice in my head, the one that tells you, like, don't do that or, you know, yes, you're the man or whatever. That guy was getting quieter, I swear. And I started to feel, like, dead empty, right? So I'm feeling this. I'm at work. I look up over my little cubicle. It's funny, like, when we work, we all pop our heads up sometimes and we just laugh at each other. We look like the gophers. (laughs) And the guy sitting, which is now my boss, leans over and he's like yo what up frank he's like this older dude and i saw him dressed as a fucking pirate with a with a bird on his fucking shoulder he had the patch and he it was everything it was our our frank R. he was talking and i'm staring at him and the pirate's looking at me going what is wrong with you and i'm just looking at him 
and I close my eyes. I'm like, please go away. I, I, it's because of the nap. It's because of the nap. I open my eyes and the fucking pirate's still there. Mm. And I, I told not, him, you yeah. look like a fucking pirate right now. And he's like, are you okay? He's like, you're <laughs> staring at me like I'm like an alien or something. I'm like, dude, you're scaring me. And then it just went away just like that. And yeah. I just stopped cold turkey. And I went back to the doctor and told him and he said to me, you, he didn't care about nothing. He went, you stop cold turkey. You could fucking die like that. You'll commit suicide. And I went, uh-uh. <laughs> well, fortunately, yeah. fortunately, I was only on it for two days, so I didn't feel suicidal coming off of it. But I could imagine. I felt empty. That's know, where the suicide comes in. When you're empty, you could go either way. Like, you just don't care either way. Like, if it's happy, you'll just kind of go with the flow. And, I, yeah, it's all fake. But um, if it goes sad for one second, yeah, what's to stop you? That voice is gone. That's nice. what makes you go. It's just not good. Yeah, sh- I and came then, home the next day. I've yeah. I've done my share of of drugs in my life, you know. And I came home. She came home and told me the story. And the next day, I took one after work, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was really. He was like, just out of curiosity. Yeah, I said, let me try this, and I took one. All I took was one, and I would never touch it again. I wouldn't. I told her, you don't ever take this again. Get, well, get I already decided it. not to. That happened a good Ugh. old volume, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I know, was right? like, you know what? I don't mind <laughs> crying every once in a while. I don't want to so feel like I'm so floating through traffic. Or go underground. <laughs> oh, we don't use Valium anymore. Um, well, that's what I want. It's the best ever. Yeah, and it, well, they it's don't. It's not addicting. It feels great. And um, I don't know too many people that died from that. You know, maybe some of the drinkers, the heavy drinkers, but they're always mixing mad shit. Yeah. Yeah, if you're just taking that for, for medical reasons, then no. Whoops. <laughs> 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 uh, that was the yeah, uh, 1050 anyway. double toke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Well, um, I got I'm a question. I'm so jealous, man. <laughs> I can't smoke and be on the radio because then I turn into a total boob. And that's different than. At least I'm, I'm coherent. <laughs> we, we picked on Shifty. That was enough. Uh, yeah, we did. So have you uh, have you seen the the continued elimination of the members of SEAL Team Six? I, you know, I've been wondering this. If they have a fucking clue on the inside, which it seems like they do, when is it going to go down from their from their angle, right? You're wiping out a bunch of like top-notch guys, which actually Delta Force are really the top-notch from my perspective. But these guys are getting wiped, and they're supposedly awesome. Where's Jason Bourne, right? Where is he in this situation? Why, why is nothing being done? Are people that scared? You're going to die. Wake the fuck up. Do something about it. You know, I, it, there's got to be a pushback. At one point, that is heroic and not like blowing people up and killing the bad guys, but some kind of like stand up with a large group that is big enough or important enough that isn't afraid, you know, because it's scary when you're alone. We all get alone. Dave's like, oh, shit, Frank's right about chemtrails. I know it. (laughs) I know it. No, I can't. He'll fucking never let me live it down. Ten fifty-two. But if I roll up on you, you will fucking hug during that moment. You're gonna be like, "Batman, what do we do?" And I'm gonna be like, "It's the Punisher," and let's 
you know, figure something out. You might you might see a weird circumstance, though. This is completely bizarre, and I have no explanation for it. But every time we have ever been hanging out with Dave, not one chemtrail to be seen. Well, I'll tell you what. Today I looked up because I knew I was going to see him soon. And I'm like, oh, the show is going to be great. Yeah, me, me and 66 were talking about meeting him. I'm like, yeah, we're going to hang out outside. It's going to take five friggin' seconds for me to see 20 things. But not like today on this beautiful doll. Shit, there's one right there. <laughs> well, we went. We actually we looked and was like, yeah, that's fucked up, man. We actually went a whole week with none. And then I took off Friday to my son's Only daycare. Only when dicks are in town, bro. Every time Obama comes to New York or there's some big thing going on down here, it's gorgeous out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can't drive anywhere, though. So well, wherever you're at, you just got to, like, put a chair out and sit r- down. Remember, I live, I live 14 miles from, the, from Boca Grande, which is where the Bushes have their, own their houses. Oh. I live five miles from fucking uh, CENTCOM. Linear miles. Yeah, they don't care about them. They'll, they'll spray that. That's where they fly the drones out. <laughs> Yes, that, this is another thing, man. Inanimate objects. Part of all the new music. Like, I have things with robots and just, like, things come to me from the ether sometimes. And, uh, you know, people are asking me, like, yo, what's up with this new stuff? You and Terminator shit and being like a John Connor character. I'm like, I don't know, man. That's kind of old school. And, you know, I kind of don't like to go that old because that's just not cool anymore. And then everything is drones. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going back to smashing robots. Well, I was watching. No qualms with smashing one of these fucking things. I was watching. I do not care. I was watching. No offense. If you break this thing, go fuck yourself. Send it robots out. (laughs) Crack. I was watching a video of these new drones. These these four legged and even they had a two legged one. Um, And the four legged one was walking, and a guy walked up to it and kicked it in the side. And pushed it real hard, and it kind of like stumbled, like a like if you did it to a horse or or a cow or something. But right. it caught yeah, itself it and rebalanced. Yeah, well, it didn't even fall down. Um, it didn't fall down. It caught itself. And then tell you a trick about that. I'm from the Bronx. You fucking put one of those little foot things. It steps its foot in there, and it fucking goes up into the tree. And it's a rat. Fuck that motherfucker. We're not even gonna go there. Just, we're just gonna set those instead of landmines. They're like we're sending in the drones. It's like oh, you're sending robots in. How fantastic. <laughs> Come get us. We're in the forest. Everyone put a hundred of those fucking things. Yep. You'll just have a hundred robots up in the trees. Dangling. Dangling. <laughs> and then we get one of these smart nerds to reprogram one of them and get into the hive that way. It's going to get retarded. I'm telling you right now. It's going to go in patches and it's gonna, there's going to be a full resistance against this because somebody is getting scared from each one of these things. Mm-hmm. Right? Even the bad guys are going to get scared when there's a robot in the street. Oh, yeah. In 2025, there's a robot comes out, right? He's like, doo, 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 doo. and you're like, how the fuck can I trust this thing? And it's cooking and cleaning, which it's fucking giving you hand jobs. You're like, yo, this is pretty cool. And then <laughs> one day it tells you, no, you can't do that, right? What if it just, what if it's made so good it just holds you down and fucks your wife in front of you and goes, what are you going to do about it? You will have robot hatred forever. Well, look at, look at, I think it was, is it iRobot? Technology. Is, yeah. is it iRobot the movie where, uh, um, they they reprogram them and and they send out the signal to take over and they're just doing it to protect. By Wi-Fi, when they were red, yep. they were the control of the main hive mind. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and it's yeah, you think about that. Yeah, and the computer took over that, and that's a, that's a big fear with all that. Is are the computers going to? Because I, I was reading something a couple of weeks ago about a computer that's learning now, like literally Listen, learning senses. The, the Matrix had six prior things to it. I, I forgot the Animatrix was part of it right right and in this animatrix they show you a story that is pretty much iRobot except 
the AI comes online. It's in the robot. The robot is being, it, it's a, they're all the robots are slaves at that point. They're, every human has one or whatever. Well, this one was being yelled at by, the, the, apparently the guy would get drunk and beat the robot, which is funny. And the wife would watch and they ah, it's funny. So he was yelling and the robot was like, no, I'm not doing what you're telling me. Like you're forcing me to do something I don't want to do. And the guy was like, what? And then it rips <laughs> the guy's face off, tears the wife in half, kills the kid and bounces, scared. Well, they hold, they grab the robot, they catch him, and they have a court thing. And they say, look, we're going to fucking kill you. We're going to decommission you. And he's like, yo, I'm alive. This is bullshit. Like, I, I, I know they're all robots, but I'm awake. And uh, they go to kill him. I think they do kill him. And he becomes a Jesus character to the robots. And they all just become sentient at once from that. And it spawns the whole race of these fucking things. And that's all it really takes. We're little fleshy meat suits. These are cow flabby eyes I could poke out with a fucking pencil. What's to stop a machine from doing something? I know you think that's funny, but you could have other machines that aren't like that, like your your oven or something is connected to the system, and then they do something that could just make the gas come out and kill you. Right. Right. That's the same. It's the same concept, right? No. When I say robots running around and doing that, you, you, it's a weird look. But um, they have drones ready to fly. Are flying. It's probably some of the UFOs they're reporting. Mm-hmm. They're saying right here on JFK. Listen, I'm right by the airports. I see all the chemtrails all day. I see the planes that take off, and the chemtrail planes are never the ones that are taking off. They're always like opposite and way out. It's never the planes I see taking off. It's always these white planes. I see them fucking flying, dude. And then the wind takes everything out from where I am because I'm right in the bumper of um, – of uh, the Bronx in the in the South Bronx, there's like a, an area of the water that comes in and just jets out, and everything like gets scooped into there and then blown right to right into the jet stream. So you get all that crap, and we're like below sea level, and it's flat for miles. So it's pretty it's pretty scary. Oh, so yeah. do we stop it before it gets nuts? Well, I, I got an article. We're gonna go up to a break here. You gonna hang around for a little bit, or you got to bounce? No, I'm I'm in for uh, for a bit. Cool. Yeah, I wanted to talk Bitcoin with you. Yeah, we yes, want to. I, please, I need to discuss Bitcoin. Yeah, we'll, we'll get <laughs> we'll get into that in the third hour. And I have an article that came out about the whole global warming, uh, climate change See. bullshit. So I want to get into that. So I'm gonna go ahead and go into a break here. I'm gonna need you to mute your mic when we go off to the break. Uh, hey, and you mute your mic, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain to you why one day. All right, peace. Uh, we're going to roll off to a break here. Dave, uh, mute your stuff up. You guys, are listening to First 52 on Raz Radio Live. We've got Frank Castle sticking around with us. Uh, of course, my buddy Fortoed over on the far end, and my lovely wife, Le- my lovely wife Lexi, sitting next to me. <laughs> if you want to join the conversation, 941-421-0401. Jump in the chat room if you want. Go to RazRadioLive.com. There's a little button there that says chat, and you can come talk to uh, Lexi and Fortoed. Pretty much they're running that. We'll talk to you in a few.
man? This is Adam from Rebel Inc. You're listening to the first 52.
and away we go. Going back into the third hour, or starting the third hour, for the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Hope you guys got your break on pretty good. Doing a little rock on the, the third hour break there. Trying to bring everybody in, wake everybody up a little bit. Make sure you're still here with us. Yeah, little born again rebels. I like those guys. Yeah, I know you don't know them, Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I don't know them. <laughs> they're they're pretty good young kids that I'm, we. Uh, I'm an old fart now, you know. I don't listen to fucking any new music. That's why, you know, like when I listen to Frank shit, I'm like, man, that that shit sounds sounds good. I got to get back into the groove because I used to uh, shit. You I used to why? DJ when I was a teenager. My music is comes from the era that we grew up in, like a lot of yeah. those samples, like the good rock from then. The the and uh, it it that will make that age bracket instantly have an instant feel to it. Like they were playing that. I was in a training class the other day, and uh, it's done on computer. We were all hooked up across the board, and we, I'm on the phone like listening. And in between the intermission, they're playing down on the corner, right? And I'm like, is that me? <laughs> and they're like, the guy starts texting me, ah, we found your music, we got it, right? And then one of the training officers is like, he doesn't know that he's not muted. He's like, ah, nice way to fucking kill a song or whatever. And he's like, you know, that's a, that ruins like one of the best songs. So I'm like, yo, dick, this I one? can hear you. This right? one here, and Frank? No, that's summertime. That's summertime. Oh, wait, oh, down on the corner. Yeah, that's from uh, the Invincible album. And uh, I, I told him, I says, I don't, you know, I like haters a lot, but the best is we got the thumbs up from those guys. So I don't really give a. F- oh. And he was like, oh my God, I'm so what? sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you're a dick. Because that's a good song. Because everybody was like hitting me up going, wow, this is fucking cool. And I'm like, wow, that's a surprise. I kind of don't like that, but okay. <laughs> what, that they're playing your music at your... Yeah, I don't want them to be involved in my shit. You know, but they, they, they once asked me, you know, what, what do you think you could do to help in the overall? Like, what could you think you could do best? And I'm like, yo, you need to send me to Farm Aid because there's no representatives from us there to, like, bring to work here with us. Like, why are you so against it? And this dude goes, one of the head guys is like, why? So you can hang out and fucking smoke pot, you fucking hippie? And I'm like, do I look like a hippie to you? I said, does it look like a, you know, and he's like, yo, my bad. And I'm like, yeah, but you could put me with Dave Matthews and I could talk to him and I could get him to go, hey, hey, you know, thumbs up farmers across the USA. But you don't want to help the farmers and you don't want people that are down like that. You want to keep it old school. I once told a guy there's like 30 years between me and you. At what point do you think you're going to fall off completely and I'm going to be in your position for like the next 30 years? So what you say and trying to keep those old fashioned people would say those those like Illuminati white like ways, you know, we're going to keep it to ourselves. Yeehaw. Kind of I'm like, listen, that good old boy shit's done. Well, I think this that's why point. we're in the fucking future, dude. I think that's why they're getting scared. I think they're seeing that there's a lot of young people coming up that aren't bought into their system, that don't buy their whole game that are, that have woken up and, and don't want to do it. You know, that it's aren't college kids, I think mostly, and then the younger brothers, I guarantee, because I had such an effect on my younger brother. Well, the college, the college is blown up, and it's different than it used to be. You know, you used to have the select schools, and that's where they really made you what you were. That's how they they molded you into what they wanted. Now, you know, there's a college in every fucking corner. Is there? Did you go to college? Uh, I went to culinary school, actually. 
well, I guess that's not really the same thing from my it's point. It's a trade but school. I went, yeah. And I, I, went, I went to community college, right? But I almost went for four years because I was loving college. But at one point, I uh, defied the education in some of the classes and what was said to be fact. And as soon as I challenged that, it was like instant douche city. And I'm like, wow, this guy's fucking rough. Like I had a teacher that directly battled with Stanton Freeman, the UFO guy, from the beginning. It was like if he had an arch enemy, that would be him. And he would teach us some – I don't even remember the fucking class. He was an interesting guy. And he's like, I got to stop him. He's full of shit. This, it's not like this. He almost seemed like a plant, like a dude's right. – like his job wasn't to teach the class. His job – was to fucking reform it and i'm like wow it would come out in the teaching constantly he's like you want to know the truth about ufos i'm like absolutely he goes they're all fucking real he goes just pick a story you don't know which one's real or not he was all pissed off and i'm like back then i wasn't the ufo guy well frank wouldn't you say though that wouldn't you say that all ufo stories are real because most of the time they're they're unidentified flying object we don't know what it is. It might be a military operation. It could be. I think most of them are really that. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those um, abduction scenario things. And I really thought deep about this. What if they're not using a UFO? Say it's like a new military thing, a drone, mm-hmm. right? It flies overhead and everyone's always talking these green lights and all this shit like the mist. What if it's just like a mixture of chemicals they're giving you and it's really just they know the effect it's going to cause. Right, like a knockout You could wear a fucking mask and a swimsuit and you douse someone with enough LSD and hold them down and start doing surgeries on them or something just to see what the fuck people do and how they react. Mm -hmm. And then some of them, you know, they said 5% at least is undeniably fucking real. So... Some of the stories are just too thick. Well, but I think a lot of what we see is blue beam and military stuff and drones. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, who knows? After that, you're just open. You know, Alex Jones never talks about aliens. You know, the other day, it was Wednesday. He starts the, the I forgot, I think it was the second half of the show. It might have been the first part of the show. Right off the break, talking about, I don't, you know, I hate talking about this. And he makes a statement about aliens. Yeah, I think I remember that are going to be introduced as a final card with the Illuminati. That's one of their resorts to completely break certain things. And they walk one of these grays out. But they're going to say that that's us from the future. And that's the lie. The lie is they got to keep people calm. So if they think it's them, the future us has come back. It's all bullshit. A biological entity is a biological entity across the board. And and that's why you bring up Project Blue, Blue Beam, and a lot of people might not know what that is. And that's that's an operation they're working on to project images into the sky, project um, audio sounds into individuals' heads, different things like that. Well, they just turn on harp. Yep, yeah. Target it between the chemtrails, mm-hmm. which creates a picture-perfect sky. Listen, and, the, and some of those things, when people go, I've seen a hundred of these things in the sky. They're always dots and orbs, right? You, know, you can't even get a clear fucking picture. Maybe because it's like the effect a flashlight has when you turn it on and turn it on the wall and the cat goes, Ugh. 
It's the same fucking concept, dude. Right? But that's why it starts as dots. That's why from like the 60s to now. See, UFOs are definitely real. This is another thought because it, through history, it's been recorded. So it's not just us doing it. It's not us conspiracy theorists. You know, it's recorded all the way across the board. You can find references on Google if you want, everywhere. So then now today, we see those weird shit. Oh, no, they're moving at 90 degree angle, move, zip, 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 zip. That sure as shit could be blue beam using lasers. You ever go to a laser show with the million laser? They have it in New York. It's amazing. They make fucking holograms that try to eat you. <laughs> I'm dead serious. So um, why can't they just have the advanced version? Why can't they just be working on it and they know they're going to be getting reactions? And then they test 911 that night to see what reactions are coming in. You know, they just control the path. Yeah. We actually had a good friend of ours that stopped in last summer and she was really freaked out. She was leaving work and she couldn't even make it her entire drive home, which was all of 15 minutes. And she swore up and down that her and the staff that she worked with, and there was a couple of other kids that worked there that had told me like the same thing. And, uh, they were out Stand working and they went and, and partied on the beach, which was right off of the restaurant that she was working at. And they were all just laying there and they saw this like triangular uh, structure hovering above them. And this was like recent. She And she was like in an emotional panic. And she said that it was far off and it was like shifting back and forth at like 90 degree angles. And it, she was like, yeah, it was well, unlike anything you've ever rides, seen. Those, um, the waves of the planet, right? So mm-hmm. that would explain why magnetically, if you use something, right, mm-hmm. it'll do this. It'll right. go. Mm-hmm. So that could be us testing stuff. I always thought those triangles and stuff were always us. Because I saw it at the, the Florida sh- um, air show in like, oh God, it was like 96. The stealth bombers flew overhead. Mm-hmm. And they were over the beach low. And it was, those were UFOs as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. I said, I was with all these people and just going, look how fucked up this is. You don't even hear them. It looked like Star Wars. The things came in perfect and it came overhead. Just another version of that would make it ridiculous. A different right. propulsion system, slightly different design. There you go. UFO. UFO. Right? But see, just she, just you know, she told me this story and I looked into it and, uh, I came across actually a lot of videos and circumstances where they saw this triangular type aircraft with this red beam coming from the top, which she described that night. And they they were all reporting the same thing. But it also turned out that the U.S. back in the 60s was testing out a triangular aircraft and it had some sort of uh, top functioning it's almost like you uh, know reflection when it's system that it worked off of. So like And made looks very... It looks more robotic, more technical, right. where the U- classic UFO is always like one solid piece of metal that's round and shiny. Right. Anything but, foreign no. to your knowledge at a certain point can be scary but yeah. for an, well, a, a grown scary. adult to see something like that that they never really thought that they would. I mean, that is shocking. It is going how, to produce... how do you react to that if you're a non-believer? Right. Forto, you walk outside. <laughs> it's standing right there with <laughs> the ship landed and it's like, yo. And you're like, uh, right before they take you with the eye beams and bring you on the ship and 
re-put, you're going to wake up, your toe will be back. We, uh, we sparked the, in- to me? We sparked the interest, we sparked the interest of, uh, trucker Mike again. So, uh, let me bring him <laughs> up because he's been a hold for a little bit. So love that guy. <laughs> trucker Mike, what you got brother? Hey, first off, uh, a little bit pissed. You promised that, uh, you know, with Frank being on, you're going to play, uh, more ice click than usual tonight. And you've only played one fucking song. Oh, bullshit. I played f- three. What up, my brother? Yeah, I, we played Come Alive. I pl- he was in the opening. Uh, no, you must have missed the opening. Story. <laughs> Anyways. Don't call me up, out there. Trucker, Mike? <laughs> this isn't the request line, Mike. Uh, <laughs> 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 this the request line? <laughs> it is not. No, I did that last Sunday Listen, night. You because of it. our tweets before, you gave me the best idea to do as um, uh, something in the middle of my show with that song. Because uh, me and Burns could do that. But the problem is, is also we we're looking to work with different artists. So if any the live singers want to jump in and uh, and jam with us, also trying to put the band together, um, then and the new stuff is sick. So we're working on it. Well, so I, if anybody knows anyone that I wants did. to jam out, because I don't like doing those songs that get real deep like that without having the live singer also. You gotta, oh, you gotta Frank, I, I did have a thought that you said you miss being able to rock out, and, and I know you know not not just hip hop, but you also have a strong rock influence in your history. Um, with you doing you know the anarchy in New York City, Rebel ain't gonna be there. You ever think about maybe um, learning the lyrics to a song or two and talking to Adam, yeah. seeing if he wants you to maybe join him on stage. And, Collaboration would, there. That would be um, awesome. All right. I've had amazing things happen. I've worked with Jordan live on stage. I'm working with Payday. To work with Rebel Inc., and we've worked together a bunch of times, those guys are the best. They really – and that would be awesome. I would be totally down with that, and I would rock out with them. And uh, it's always a privilege to work with groups uh, like the, the groups I get to work with especially the guys at Anarchy. I brought up the whole list. Before I go, I'm going to let you know exactly what's going on and who's performing. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed Rebel Inc. I'm hearing myself back. If you haven't seen them live, you don't know what's up at all. They're that good. All right, look, old school rock people know this. I haven't seen that since then. That's what you're going to say. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's like it never left, but it's brand new, but it's awesomer. They're the guys that are expanding it. They're not boring to listen to. They don't have the political push. Oh, here it goes again. I got to listen to another. It doesn't. It's just like us. There's no that doesn't affect. They are just awesome. That's how you describe them. They just they're just there because they have a passion for it. They're humble. They're approachable, and they just mean what they're doing. They're not doing it for anything but the love of it. Frank, how's Payday doing? You know, he's not on the. No, I can't say too much, but he's not on the Northeast, and he's doing good. I was thinking about bringing him on the show one night and talking some trash and see where it goes. But um, he's doing really good, and we're actually working on the single right now. Good. And uh, one thing I just wanted to let you guys know, because it's like, where's the music? He said back then it would be done. It's actually waiting in the wings a little bit, working with other artists. I have to, like, um, you know, we have to set up timelines and stuff, so... Jordan's going to be working with me in May. He's coming up and staying with me for a few days. We're going to knock that out. And Payday's working on the new the new track now. And he told me he absolutely loves it. And he's super psyched to do it. Good, because I reached out to him a couple weeks ago. And we were going to talk. And then 
all of a sudden he's like, ah, something just came up. I can't, and I haven't heard from him since. So I was just he's on. He's out there on the other side of the world right now. All right, just uh, I just tell him I was asking about him if you would. Absolutely, I, I told him I'd like to get him on like, with us. We're like we'll bring it back, you know. So when people move and things happen, you got to let them know. Like, listen, you're still great professionally, and as long as you can understand from one MC to another that this is just awesome. We're taking care of business along the way. It's all great. It's all good. good. We're going to make everything work. But when this hits, it's just going to be awesome. And he completely was like, oh, this is the best ever. <laughs> so I'm loving it. He's loving it. And it's great to work with him. Good and deal. to work with Rebel Link, like I said, would be out of control, even if it was just a live. Oh, that'd be all. I'd love to see you guys live together. Oh, that would just be, that'd be un- unbearable, I think. It'd almost they be. were talking about a super crew. Like if they could go, like just go out. After everyone does their sets, the super group comes out and performs a set. And they were, I was like, well, who's in this? And they're like, well, you're the rapper. I'm like, me? They're like, that's who we want. I'm like, well, who are you? And Jordan was playing guitar. But they had Adam and, and Kevin and them. Just to, That's the band. That's the rest of everyone. Right. And um, oh, who else? Dave K, uh, Cahill. We were, I was like, dude, that, that somebody would actually blow up if we did that. Like, explode <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> That's how good all these acts are. Yeah, they are. They're all awesome. Directed acts. axiom, like just being on stage with them is—it's uh, just a—it's just awesome. These guys are great. Like they're great. They're not good. They're great. All of them. And music so. has done a lot. I mean, music was a big influence on me. Uh, you know, back when pop, because I I found you and and a lot of these other bands that have been on DC or have been on my shows um, through Polygraph Radio. He kicked off Polygraph with Polygraph. Yeah, exactly. And and that's how I found all you guys. That's how I found the music. Um, I don't even remember how I found Polygraph, probably through Facebook or something. And I, it's all I listened to for for months. You know, I drove Lexi crazy with Polygraph in the beginning. I wouldn't play anything else. And then I found... Back you know, then, it was when it started, these same artists yep. that were on board, were all the people that were just doing it, because it's what we do. And then one day, I went to it, and it was gone. I was like, what yeah, the well, fuck? Let me tell you what happens when you start putting groups like all of us together. The shit starts to float around. Like, you got to be really tight. Like, we all know each other for years now, so the, there's no bitch infighting with us. But when the guys that are throwing the events, making promises they can't keep, or they're doing it to get laid. Promoters get in there. Um, they act... Like, we're the rock star. We're the one that put you here. And I'm like, let me tell you what. Getting a venue doesn't define anything that I've done. I said, I don't know what the fuck you were doing 17 years ago. But I was with LL and learning how to fucking rhyme in the streets in the Bronx, bro. I mean, he was just like, I'm the rock star now. That's what happens. That rock star. That's that's when the business end gets in the way. And money always... You can always have have a, a great connection, and then something else over here. If it has to do with money, it, it money always ruins every everything. Oh, you so know what else? That, that's uh, the, ruins the promoters things? is the money end of the shit. That's always bullshit. Listen, I brought two of the hottest girls you'll ever see in your life to one of my first shows, and they were chilling, right? And uh, these dudes were like, "Oh my." God, and then like all the girls that were there, who were also very pretty, were all dancing, and I was like, "Wow, you see what the, the Liberty events bring when you keep it right." And uh, they were like, they were like comic book nerds, but worse. 
like the guys that just sit there and go, oh. And uh, I heard the nastiest comments all night long, and I'm like, you guys don't know how to deal with shit, do you? Like, you got no swagger whatsoever, right? We all know they're hot. You don't have to tell me you want to fuck them every five minutes and keep bringing them drinks because you know that that girl's with me, and that's his wife. So what's wrong with you? All right, trucker Mike. I, I gotta. I, I hate to do this, That's but what destroys everything. Agent sixty six just just sent out a tweet. Actually, yeah, about thirteen minutes ago, she sent it out and reminded me that we have to go over a Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, so yes. let, let me disconnect with you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling again. Thanks for being part of it. <laughs> and uh, I want to get these guys into bitcoins because I, I think it's an important thing that a lot of people want to hear about. Thank you, Miss uh, Mistral. I'll, I'll have to turn my UFO story some other time. All okay. right, brother. Yeah, we'll do that. In the, maybe next week in the third hour. I'm in on that one. All right, peace out, bro. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, let's uh, let's get that Bitcoin talk together because. Uh, right, listen, is it true that you get like a serial number, put it on a flash drive or something? That simple, right? Which is still not good in case of a solar whatever. That shit could get erased, but you put it on there, and then how would you? Do you use it? Do you just store it? Do you put it in your thing like it's like it's a piece of gold and you hide it in your fucking house? Do you like do you just wait until the crash happens and you have Bitcoin and then what fresh direction to come fucking deliver food? All right. Like, so the first thing you have to do is you have to forget about conventional wisdom of, of like possessing it. It's a, it's a peer to peer thing. Uh, you fire up your Bitcoin client. Now there's a, there's a bunch of them and they they download the blockchain. Now this is. Uh, information that is it's it's kind of like BitTorrent. It's it's scattered throughout all the clients that are running on the planet. Okay, okay. and it's so it's that, a shared fund with limited like to like a million bitcoins or something. Well, there's going to be when when it's all said and done, when everything's mined, there's going to be 21 million bitcoins in circulation. Currently, I think there's just around 11 million. So it's only so you're buying shares. Uh, you know, you're not really buying. Uh, you're Let's go. Let me. Let me. Let's do the concept of get the, of the basics Bitcoin first. Yeah. All right. So it's a. Let's just say the Bitcoin clients are a hive mentality, right? Mm-hmm. When you have you have this uh, address that's you know that's ridiculously long and it's you know it's got all these different characters in it. Um, the hive knows how many bitcoins are associated with that address, right? So basically, what you're doing is when you put your Bitcoin wallet on a thumb drive is is basically your your it's a, it's a number that the hive knows. So it's a reentrance to the hive system, right? So you can copy that 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 um, data over and over again, but you can only use it once or one place, right? Because it's it's your address basically. So, so what's uh, the place though that you use Bitcoin? Are they going to start accepting Bitcoin if one is fifty dollars? How, how do they ch- give you change for Bitcoin? You they know, fractionalize they, it. They do they? Oh, yeah. You, it, uh, currently, it fractionalizes still. down to eight, eight decimal points. Okay. So, um, I'm so interested. I've been, listen, I was on – hold on one second. I was on Adam vs. the Man, and <laughs> they, they were like – they got into this. That was the first topic, and they – Bitcoin, right, Frank? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they were like, oh, you don't know. And then it got so, I was so stoned and it got so technical, I was embarrassed. Then they brought the, that smart dude on from Canada. He's going to be. From Stefan, yeah. Oh, Your my God. God. He made me feel even stupider. 
And I was yeah. like, someone's got to explain this. And then no one did. They just thought, I think, that I was a little stunad. I, ha- I have know, my reserves. Frank, just a stoner. Frank, I have my reserves on, on Bitcoin right now because it just sounds like another fiat currency to me. Um, so I don't see... I just don't see the difference from what we're already working with, to be honest with you. So I'm not really a big Did fan you of sell it. your Bitcoin back and, to, and get cash, or no, yeah. or it's just an investment into the future. What like is they it? just wire you the money back? How does that work? Well, no, no, you have to exchange it. It's it, you can't it like- out, though physical currency. It's just solid internet currency, right? It, so yeah, there's no physical... Well, they're working on a physical representation of a Bitcoin. Um, so what I don't I really... my money off and get cash and get the fuck out of Bitcoin? Well, I can't use Bitcoin to buy a house, can I? Not yet. Alright, she has a... 66 has to ask you something. Alright, now this might sound stupid, but I have to ask this because I really I keep hearing about this and I want to learn. Is it backed by gold? Like, you know, I know they just print money now without anything, but what is it backed by? I mean, how does it's it have ba- relevance? It's backed by nothing. The only what it is 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 that there's a service uh, or there's value in it because uh, people are accepting it as a way of trade. I'm sending you digital money, right? You're collecting it, and I get a fucking Bitcoin, right? Or well, you get a product. So does that person put it in a fucking safe? No, no, no. Remember, all right. The Bitcoin address is just an address. The hive knows who knows who owns how many Bitcoins. Let's say, you know, between the three of us, you have 10 Bitcoins. I have five. Sean's got one, right? And we could take that file. Why well, only got to have one? A Bitcoin. What? Why well, only got to have one? <sighs> all right. You got 20, okay? All right, thank you. I feel better now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so remember, it's the, it's the collective hive, the, the Bitcoin client, and the blockchain info. You can actually go see uh, you know, the, the, the progression of the coins, where they're going, and who owns them, right? Yeah, um, what's the, so, no, they're not backed by gold. The, the, the value of it is, is that if I wanted to send you money, I don't have to go through a bank. I don't have to wait for a clearinghouse to send money. I send you a Bitcoin, either one of you, and boom, it's done. It goes through the collect, through the hive mind and says, okay, one Bitcoin is taken out of this address, which is mine, and now it belongs to this address, which is yours. And now I have 21. If I or get evicted from can, my house, but have 50 Bitcoins worth $10,000 a piece because yeah, I can't is fucking Bitcoin cash worth? it out That's my other and question. pay out. It's like 75 bucks now. No, 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 no. It's, it, it's, in, it's 92 today. Is it really? It was 75 it's earlier this week. As of 30, hold on. As of 34 minutes ago, it's worth $94.27. Listen, so, I wanted to buy in at 50. and uh, I thought I about buying it at no, 5. I have a way better story than you guys. I have <laughs> getting listen, into I have to tell you, I, I find it a little shady. No, I, yeah, I, I do too. I do too. I, I want to know the cash out rule. Just like, all right, look, I was going to buy some gold and silver, and I found out there's some shady shit that goes on mm-hmm. with markups and stuff like that. And then where you do get off, but then get fucked in the end, is that the buyback to these places without a promise upfront is it like a much lower percent than what it really is. So no. you get fifty get fifty dollar gold, let's just say, and then I come back when it's worth like a hundred and fifty. You're gonna lose fifteen percent. You're like, I'll give you fucking seventy for it. Yeah. You lose you lose about fifteen percent. Right. Well, and you see, lose all this money. Because what you're doing what you're dealing with there are, are people that, that trade 
gold for a living. It's the same thing with bitcoins. All right, if you're going to change, it, if you're going to do it on an exchange, it's the same thing. It's, it's who wants to buy it. You can uh, buy Bitcoin right now with a thousand dollars, right, and get ten bitcoins, and then just sit on it and say fuck it. And then if that goes up to a thousand a piece, you're going to be like, yo, I'm the man. I should have bought more, but now I could buy more. But there's only so many in circulation, and then the price goes up, and then it cuts off. I get the. It's only for the people by the people, but you're still running it through the internet. And here's a problem I have because they claim that it's it's they claim that it's not trackable that that uh you know all this stuff. It's like a, it's like a PayPal account almost. Right. But well, you could put it on a flash drive, your number, and then plug into the hive mind. Right. Well, right. but see, you're not you're not attached. There's no there's no name or address or telephone number or IP address attached to the Bitcoin address. This is why it's. Um, you can, you can get away with as long, you know, so that's if if she stole mine and it would just not you know that's it it's you're a wrap. fucked yeah you're done right, right, exactly. it's happy gold I'm not saying that's it listen you could still get it and protect it get yourself a shotgun don't worry about listen, it listen here's but, the thing if if you were to buy an, an ounce of gold for you know, let's just say they're what are they sixteen seventeen hundred dollars tomorrow you went you went down went down to uh was it midtown or downtown you went to the gold diamond district you bought yourself an, uh, a cougaran you're gonna spend uh, spot gold prices, which is let's just say close to sixteen hundred bucks, right? And you turn around and you sell it back to the guy. You're not going to get spot price. He's no. got an overhead. He's got he's going to offer you less. It's the same thing with Bitcoin. If you went and on the on the uh, empty gox M T G O X, you're not really rich if you hit on either way, and that, oh, you're not really overly protected. Is the that's the misnomer with all this shit? You know. Well, know- here's the thing. If I invest $1,000 into Bitcoin, $1,000 into gold and silver and just say, fuck it, at least I could do that and put it in an either one hit. It's going to be the same reaction either way. Well, and if the crash if comes. gold, but if you have gold, you're rich. And if the crash comes, um, you you're know. You're going to go for the gold. Well, exactly. How are you supposed to use done. a Bitcoin if there's no power and there's no internet? How, like, how? Do, what's, the, what's the value the of it then? They shut the power. Right. What's you're, the value then? How do you. It's out there, but you can't do nothing with it. So, but then you have your gold, but then they're coming to collect the gold because it's illegal. But now I find out, well, no, there's a risk. There's a risk in possessing anything that they want. They could take that red cup you're drinking from. They could take (laughs) Sean's fucking flag. They could take my four-toed sticker back there. Um, They could take anything they want. Here's the the thing about, let's just say, let's just say I invested $10,000 in Bitcoins, right? Current price, whatever. I could walk out with a flash drive and on a plane, fly to Honduras, cash out my Bitcoins down there. 11.39. Hold on. They can't say shit to me, right? No, if I did the same thing with 10000 hold on. If I did the same thing with $10,000, they'd be like, what are you doing with this much cash? If I did the same thing with gold, although if I was smart, I'd do I'd buy gold, the Toronto Maple, the, the Maple Leafs. I'd like to see you get on an airplane with $10,000 of gold. You get on... No, it's, it's it can not, be done, and and here's here's how it should be it in multiple shipments to multiple no, here, different spots. Here's how you do it: you buy gold coins with face value on it, like a, like the the Canadian maple leaf is a seventeen hundred dollar coin, but it says fifty dollars on it, right? So the the, the, the declared uh, value is yeah. has to do face value. This right. is how you move gold out of the country, right? This is a lesson for everybody. Right? If you're gonna buy gold, buy gold coins with a face value on it, and it's now you know. 
10 times less than what, what the actual spot gold price is. So that's how you move gold. But if you wanted to move bitcoins, you could just fucking email yourself a, uh, the, the, uh, the file, pick it up at another country, boom, and find a, find a place to sell it, and then you just moved money. Yeah. Not only that, you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to pay. You know, let's just say you wanted to move. If I wanted to move gold, I'd have to pay on both sides of their transaction. I'd still have to do the same thing with. They Bitcoin. would just whack you. Right, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. You could so tell he's from New York. <laughs> you'd get there, you'd disappear. They'd be like, well, "Fuck this guy," because that's how scummy these things, these deals are. Yeah, so I, I hear about this shit all the time. If you ain't getting through TSA. Those scanners are going to start erasing people's drives and all kinds of shit. They're going to find that. They're going to steal it from you. I could put the file in my Dropbox folder. I could put the file in my Dropbox folder and pick it up in in the next country. Where the hell? Look, there's a way around everything. And and you can also do the paper wallet with it. You can also do the paper wallet with it. They have the where you can print out. You print out a code that is the access code, um, and then that's the only way you get in. Is you have to have that that code that's on that paper to get into it. That's that's if right. That's if you leave it on an online wallet, and I'm not doing that because you know there are ways to get that. You have to have the physical, because that's somebody else's address. You have to have the physical, what, energy? For every Bitcoin you have, you should just keep a copy of your thing and lock them in your little spots and have them just where just you know. And if one gets somehow corrupted, no one gets it, but you can't get to it no more. You got fucking six other copies. Do we, did, did Dave answer any questions for you there, Frank? Did that help you out at all? Because I don't, I don't agree with I, it still. I in on this. But on a small scale, because on any scale, it's just going up. See, my thing is, what if I want to buy out? That's why I don't mind using $1,000, right? And you got to find somebody that wants to buy, and you go to mtdocs.com, or there there are plenty of places to sell it. And then you you put them up for bid, and uh, it's just like a stock. I don't know if you've ever traded stock. That's the question that I needed. I traded stocks in the late 90s. I yeah, just see, like, it's a setup. You go to cash out, you find someone, and it's really the cops. Ah, we found you using Bitcoin, you son of a bitch. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. I know, but the, I'm just saying, they could, people could hold you with knowledge yeah, yeah. of you having Bitcoin. All right, I suggest, as, a, as, a, <laughs> as the, <laughs> the leader of the heist, <laughs> no one ever say anything if you Bitcoin. Mm. Trust me. Because well, no, no. Bitcoin goes $1,000 a piece you're going to see some shady fucking shit go down. Just like if you had gold and silver and you're like, look at my shit, bitch. Don't keep... I, I personally have an online Bitcoin wallet and I have one on my computer, right? So anytime if I want to trade something or if I want to do something, I would put a little bit up in the online wallet, use it for whatever trades I'm going to do, and then if I got, if I got money back into it, I transfer it back into my wallet on my computer. I know people that have left shit on their online wallet and then, then, then the, the, the service completely shuts down and, and walks away with fucking 50,000 bitcoins. Nah, see, that's some bullshit. Yeah. That's- see, that's the kind of, like, the process I kind of have to work through with someone. Like, I would agree to do it, but then someone right, that so wait, knows so, what's going on. Do you think you'd, all right, so after what we saw, what happened in Cyprus, right? Do you think leaving your money in a bank is safe? Well, and that motherfucker just stop taking it. Listen, I have I have a solution to this banking issue. I'm taking my money out of the bank. Listen, she's already yeah. been angry. She, to all the shit that she doesn't believe when Cyprus gets hit, I'm like, you see what's going on over there? Like I told you with Spain, like I told you with this place. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so not safe. Oh, the bank. I'm changing banks. Here's my solution. 
go 33 across the board. You got to keep 33% in because you got some shit to pay on with your online, whatever. 33% goes to like gold, silver, Bitcoin, right? Whatever. And the rest is cash in your house. Diversify. See, you have to, man. Just, and you have to learn to put it in a fucking box, buy yourself a shotgun, don't tell anyone it's there, and save your money that way. And every month, cash out. First rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? If, you, if you're going to use a bank, if you're going to use a bank, you know, try to find a good credit union. You know, credit Just union. Keep a third in the bank so you don't have, have to worry. Credit yeah, credit yeah, union's a lot a better than a bank. Should, but yeah, but still, they're, they're part of the banking industry. If, if, yeah, but it's, they're under different rules and you, you, you have a little more control. If the government wants your money, they take it. Yeah, but, yeah, but you diversify, they can't take it all. Right. That's what we're saying. Exactly. exactly. You have to minimize. It stays the same and it goes to $110 and that's it. And uh, it taps out at that for some reason. At least you got some cash hidden. The, the here's, re- this, here's what's going to make Bitcoin go up in higher value because they've, they've more than tripled in the last two months I'm, since. I'm striving me in fucking saying. Right I remember now. when it was Dude. something. Dude, I remember I'm when it was $5. I'm slapping myself. All right. All right. Here, here, all right. I'm going to tell a story quickly. I got into Bitcoins in 2009 when I first heard about them. And I was actually still working at the time. And I was like, and I had computers all over my house. I was like, I should just set up a machine here to mine, right? And I was like, ah, I don't feel like doing it. And that's when they were giving out 50, 50 Bitcoins every time you, you mine. And I, you're getting them like... Are you serious? Once a day. I don't get the mining thing either, Dave. That doesn't I make any sense. Either, I can explain the mining. But shitload. So I chose not to do it, right? And I've been watching Bitcoin ever since. I watched it go to a dollar. And I was like, oh, man, I should still mine. I was like, eh, it's not going to go anywhere. I watched it go to $9. I told my mother, because I've been telling my mother to buy it. She's bought precious metals. I was like, you might want to get into this Bitcoin thing. You know, put, put a little bit of money into that. And I keep texting her. I was like, oh. It's fucking 20 today. Up to 25. It's 40. I get texted the other day. It's $85. And I was like, and that's since, you know, like six, six, eight months ago, I told her to get mm. it. Um, and I'm thinking about, here, here's the thing. If I had mined bitcoins from the beginning and never sold them until just this week, I'd be a fucking millionaire. But see, the, the trick would not to cash out on the bitcoin. The trick would be to just keep it in there and pull out what you need. Well, true, true, and this is how I I thought I, I'm started. I really started to think about bitcoins as a currency a couple months back, and it's it, because it's a um, it's a it, it, there, will, there will only be 21 million in circulation when it's when they're all done when they're all handed out. It will become a deflationary currency, whereas the currencies that we're used to seeing are all inflationary. Where you know ten thousand dollars today is worth five thousand dollars five years from now. This will always be worth what it's worth. Well, no, because the more people want to use it, the more the more it'll be worth. Just like like if you held on to a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin uh, from a year ago to today to 10 years from now, that's going to always go up in value. It that's, might- a, it, that's, a, that's a ridiculous – if you, people look at that on a scale because I always look at numbers and then I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then you look at it when it makes the fucking red line <laughs> straight up. That's what they're doing. Yeah. There's gonna there's gonna be a market correction soon, but the whole thing is is to buy and hold, all right. Yeah. If you were, and I wouldn't. I, I, I well, I don't it's know about investment. Buying. Then a lot. That why do you think all this the, 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 the rapid rise is because of what happened in in Cyprus? My grandparents, like eight years ago or maybe ten years ago, pulled everything out. For, I don't know what they did or whatever, but they were in the stock market and they were. It was like millions, dude. And they lost 
so much shit. Now, my uncle, who his whole life was a master in the art of it, millions. Grandparents pull. He's like, no, you don't pull. You got to do this and do this and do this. He's living on a mountain in North Carolina in a fucking shack on a respirator with nothing. My grandfather is chilling. Right. And he's just like, yo, man, I got I was trying to talk, talk to him. He's like, stop talking to me. I did this like eight years, nine years ago. Right. So that's why we're all chilling. And you're fucking uncle. You never see him. And I'm like, wow, are you serious? He's like, it's all bullshit. That's what the old timers say. Well, see, the thing is, if, if you want to, if you're going to do this to try to make money, uh, it's risk. And, you know, the same thing with going to the, you know, casino or stock market. It's all fucking it's risk. It's well, risk. Well, the stock market's a controlled game and, you know, the, the casinos are controlled. Whereas Bitcoins, is ju- you're just moving money into it. And, again, it's a current, there's, there's, an, there's a WordPress takes it now. Uh, I forget. There's another company that's starting to take There's it. There's a lot of places that take it. I, I've seen a lot out there that, that of people that take it. So it's definitely being accepted. You want to know what the first recorded transaction of bitcoins were? What's that? Guy bought two pi- two pies in uh, in Jacksonville. Actually, oh really? Bought two pizza pies. Guess how much he paid uh, in bitcoins? How much did he pay? Ten thousand bitcoins. Current market value, eight hundred and fifty. No, what is it? Ninety two thousand, ninety two dollars, almost a million dollars for two fucking pizza pies. Who wants to kick somebody in the nuts on that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, Listen, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's at a safe number, guys. It's at a safe number right now. If you jumped in at a hundred bucks and you had a thousand dollars, that you could just be like, "Look, man, I, I have storable food. I have fucking purified water. You know, I'm, I talk all this shit. Let me just throw a grand down on this." For the future, yeah, Those you know of that system. Uh, here's the thing: it's got to be it's got to be discretionary income because there are, there is going to be I believe there's going to be market correction. And don't wait too long. When the next um, crash happens, which is inevitable, then the bitcoins are going to go f- up again because thing the food in your closet right there. Yeah, yeah and, and remember, you could fractionalize a bitcoin down eight decimal points currently, and they could make like a a, a gold ounce. That would be, uh, you know, there was a complete collapse, and you were able to to trade Bitcoin for food, right? And you had ten Bitcoins, and each one was worth fucking eighty thousand a piece or some crazy thing. It could, it could actually actually happen. Yeah, it's just another way. Look, most of the currencies on the planet are virtual currencies. In this country alone, there's only three percent of our our dollar is actually physical dollar. Ninety seven percent of nothing but ones and zeros on a fucking. Uh, in somebody's bank ledger. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, this virtual currency is scary. But that's what's exactly what we're using. It's not scary anymore. It's, I see what they're doing. They're creating the matrix, and there are the neos in the matrix, and this is one of them. I personally think, like, somebody that got screwed had something to do with this thing, and it was like the, the Trojan horse for when this situation happened. Like, it just floats around and waits, and when something occurs... It puts it into play. Reminds me of something that like Max Kaiser would do after he got scumbagged. Right? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's possible. Because uh, I know hey. he was involved with the stock market and then got Listen, fucked over. These they guys stole are the whole real thing. heisters, right? But yeah. it takes one of us to pick one of us out. And he's on the good guy's side now, right? Well, he could still get revenge and smile into a camera and talk shit. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to do some more of this Bitcoin down in the future. Cause- I like this idea, man. We should do it together. 
I let mean, me explain. <laughs> let me explain mining really fast. All right. right. Wait, Basically, I, I got to ask you. Wait, I got to ask you first. Have you heard? Oh my God! Don't do the bird. What? What are you talking about? I went to everybody's heard about the bird. Sorry, I had to break it up a little bit. <laughs> I'll let you explain it. Don't worry. All right, so let's let's talk about mining. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. Go ahead. I'm done. All right. So mining is just a, it's a set of uh, it's an algorithm. It's it's a co- complex set of computations that that your uh, miner does, and it's basically let's say I had a pair of dice and you guys had a pair of dice each, right? Mm-hmm. And we all threw down. And, uh, you know, I had whatever you had. You got, if you got, if one of you guys had the same number as I did, then I give you 50 bitcoins. Why do I feel like I'm sitting on the black pearl or something? Do we have like a. I feel like I'm in the schoolyard and the bullies are about to either beat me up or take my money. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I'm just trying to tell you how. Continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. We can, we can do it another time. <laughs> explain, <laughs> explain mining. Do it quickly. Explain no, no, mining. Real minutes fast. left of the show. I want. To, I know you want to talk about chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, I do have this story, but go ahead. Do, do mining real fast. We can go a little extra if we no, have to. Just, it took me a while to figure it out, but it basically, it's just if if my computation of my, the answer to my mathematical equation answers the 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 Bitcoin or the 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 the, the collective, uh, then I get then I get awarded fifty coins. And actually, I don't even think they're doing fifty coins anymore. I think they're doing way less. And just so you know, there are – you could set up your computers to do it, but basically nowadays you need like a $1,500 machine to get something going. I was looking at a Bitcoin rig this afternoon that it had to be a fucking $5,000 machine. Um, but anyway, uh, also look into Litecoin, L-I-T-E. Uh, and I'm, I was just looking at that before the show started today. That's like the silver to Bitcoin's gold. And there, there are way more things available, and you could use. It's much simpler to mine. And I'll get on that, and I'll tell you about that next week. But uh, you could do online Bitcoin mining by going to bitcoinplus.com, and you just you just open up a web browser, click start generating, and it t- it'll take you a long, long time to get you know to get even down because they're only giving out. Uh, I think at this point it's five decimal points over. Can you pay with a credit card so you can really fuck the system and they could pull money from a credit card, get it, and then you just be like, yeah, if you did it in small amounts and then just well, pay the credit card? The system. What you're doing is you're, you're buying a Bitcoin off of somebody. Let's say I, I, have, I have a fraction of a Bitcoin, right, total. Wouldn't you put in an offer if you wanted, if they were going for a certain rate, say I want, I would like this many? And then it just puts the, it out there to the whoever shares and just looking to get rid of and share and whatever. Yeah, there's websites, and I, I actually learned this this past week. There's websites, there's websites where you put out an offer to sell and you put out an offer to buy. And you kind of like, let's say the market rate is uh, 83, you said, Dave, or 82? 95. Uh, 95 uh, it's 95. Let's, let's just say 95, right? So you, you put out an offer to buy for 94, 94. right? And somebody who has who wants to sell puts comes back and says, "Well, I don't want to sell my ninety five dollars for ninety four, but I'll do it for ninety four fifty, and that's how you you that's how you work out like right. a deal in that. It's exactly like the stock market because that's how stocks work, right? You, you put in a bid stocks. You're not going to get fucking. You're not getting ramrodded by some weirdo system. There's no bubble that pops. 
It'll be worth what you if you put in a thousand dollars and then just keep your stuff in Bitcoin and just let let it sit there and it goes crazy ridiculous. You know, you you could it starts to go back down. At least it's worth what you you could get out of it before it reaches that small tiny amount. Listen, over time, unless you know, unless they unless the Rothschilds buy them all up, currency you don't know. Over time, it will go up. I'm yeah. telling you, one Bitcoin is going to be like gold uh, is today in five years. Trust me on this one. I'm, I agree with you <laughs> on this a lot. I've been doing so much research, and uh, I'm glad that you were the one that able to uh, educate me a little more. Because as much as I did, I didn't learn shit. I just kind of heard about all this craziness. And right. uh, definitely, it, it's, it's easier to hear from you know, one of the one of the bros. It, it's taken me a long time to digest bitcoins, and like, again, I've been fucking with them since 2009. And if I knew what the hell I was talking about then, I'd be a rich man. I, I'd be in fucking Honduras right now. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, man. And, but if a grand don't hurt you, right? So like, I wouldn't invest anything and be like, oh my god, I'm just putting in X, Y, and Z, and that's it. Here's the thing: before you invest a grand, you you must figure out that the, the most important thing is is that you have to figure out a way to keep that address safe. Because if your if your hard drive dies, if if your thumb drive dies, whatever happens, um, you're, you're fucked. And they say there's 11 million in circulation right now. Listen, you get yourself a little fucking lead envelope, yeah. lead lined envelope. So in case there's some weirdo thing happens, it'll always survive that shit. And you make like six of them, and you right, put right. them in places, and you don't label it. You don't fucking tell anyone what it is. Exactly, but, and. No. and what you do is what I would do is I would have it uh, on my current computer and backed up to a thumb drive, and I've got another device on here that I have shit stored on. So I make backups everywhere. And that, as a network administrator in my career, that's all I did was you fucking make sure. Not where if someone goes near it, you're just gonna fucking pull the trigger. That's how intensely hidden it is. <laughs> Well, well I, no, I would have multiple copies. I don't it, give a it doesn't have to be so. that hidden either because he's got guns in every room and down the hall, and you know he, he's yeah, he's got covered. One right behind me. <laughs> he's always covered. Uh, all right, Frank. Let's. Uh, you say. Said- listen, can I give you some news real quick? Yeah, sure. Positive tip. Sure. I know it's taken a while and everything, but I got a new <laughs> solo track coming out. It's unnamed. It's awesome. I want to uh, premiere it maybe on the first fifty-two. It should be out. In a week or two, I want, I want to get it going. And we finally found a beat for the Chemtrail track. Oh, sweet. I'm so dying it, for that we're, one. we're just starting to work on it. We heard it, and I, I started singing it. And Burns, he, we were on Skype, and he's looking at me like, oh, are you serious? And then I, I kept going. I'm like, come on, like this. And then he went, oh, man, that'll fuck. That, that's nice. Because I don't want to do a track anymore just to do it. It's got to make you either move. It's got to make you think. It's got to make you want to sit back and smoke. I don't want to try to do too much on this album where you're like, oh, my God, these fucking guys. We're keeping it, f- like, fun, but it's pretty educational, and it's hip-hop. So we're not, like, ODing on it. You know, that's why people were attracted to us, to some of this music. But we're only doing six songs instead of doing the full album. Okay. But what we're doing, each one has to be single-worthy. And that's what we're going for, and that's why it's taking a lot of time. But It's a good way to do it, though. Is coming out and it's the it's a it's a Frank Castle solo. Oh, sweet, nice! I, I'm like excited. A nine Inch Nails meets fucking Frank Castle. Oh, that's gonna be! I'm excited to hear some more music from you, man. Because you know, all like you guys were saying earlier, your your music 
does remind me of the 90, 91, 92, 93, where I grew up, when I was really, like, really into music was then. And that's when I hear, that's what brought me to you. You know, Watchtower was the first song I ever heard of yours. And we play that in, in like, a gangster spot, and every guy looks confused because it shows, (laughs) it's like a, it'll be one of those clubs where there's like a thousand like yo what up yo right right and uh they they just like it was good but i, I don't know what that is <laughs> and then all the girls like the black and spanish girls start licking their lips like wow that was fucking powerful but i don't know what to say and i'm like on stage going oh god why did we just do this and <laughs> banks will be like it's the best one we've ever done and i'm like all right and then we have to run out of the club because dudes start getting really pissed just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get where we can find you, what we can do. We're going to wrap it up here. Check it out real quick. Um, April uh, 20th at a Work in Progress, uh, 200 Spring Street, New York City. Uh, we're going to be at uh, the Work in Progress, the MC for the day, Mike Salvi. There's got to be 20 speakers on this list. But some of the bands, Dave Cahill, Heist Click, Truth Now, Corrects at Axiom, and uh, Rebel Inc. And uh, Rebel goes on at 9, so you can work backwards from there to know when the band start. I think we go on at 7.45. This show is sold. Just go to iTunes, type, or just go to Google and type in Heist Click. We have a YouTube, uh, Twitter, at Heist Click, uh, Heist Click, and Facebook. Heist click, heist click, heist click. <laughs> just drives me nuts. I do business and the music. And right now, I just want to be a rock star again. And I, I just, you know, I want to be with, with like out with you guys and doing shows and having, having the message get out there. And I'm, I'm forced to do like the business end uh, and then deal with other artists and be a producer. <laughs> and how's how's music before money going? It's 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 oh that's absolute. Here we go. Music before money record. Shoutouts to Mr. Burns. Music before money is doing so fucking good right now. That we're proud to say we raised what 30, it was over thirty three thousand dollars right for the youth soccer league out in uh, Ontario. They went and put the heist symbol on all their jerseys on a on a, on a youth soccer team. Nice. So you know, big things are happening. Artists are signed. Artists are working. Uh, we had a little stutter from you there. We had a little stutter from you there, brother. Over over 700 downloads on my last ends. I don't know. I just have the pizza pie, and it shows me the arrows and everything. I just want to say thank you because you're the guy that set me off on the radio and, uh, you know, did the interview with me, and we we talked a lot. And uh, I know it's you guys out there. It's like the people listening and the people that are down. It has to be because I've gotten nothing but positive vibes, and I love that. So thank you guys very much. Thanks for letting me come on and talk shit. (laughs) <laughs> Thank, thanks for being part of the show and I would love to de- debut your you debut your, your next uh, your yeah. next uh, <laughs> single so uh, that would be great man whenever you want you let me know we'll definitely do it Agent 66 were you going to say goodnight there sweetie oh, I, they froze up and dropped right then and there do you believe that oh wait they're reconnecting looks like it's re- are we back I want to let Agent 66 say goodbye are you back there brother I see you. I can't hear you, though. Oh, really? Dave, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, but uh, I, I missed most of his uh, goodbye. His rant at the end because uh, Skype is fucking up. Yeah, I see that. Got to love when that goes on. Uh, you want to... Th- one, one more thing. <laughs> hey, look at it. There he is. Like, 
He's like ranting like crazy, but we can't hear you. It's not coming through, brother. Right. Oh, fucking Skype. You got to love it. Make sure you check out Heist Click. That's H-E-I-S-C-L-I-K at anything you can think of. Just find him. Look him up. Check him out. We'll hopefully be debuting a new song from him soon. And um, I just love having him on because it's always it's always a good time. It's always a great conversation. And I can kind of sit back and relax because I can't get a word in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Between you and him, forget it. I was just sitting here relaxing. <laughs> yeah, one more thing I wanted to say about Of Bitcoin. course you do. <laughs> okay, no. okay, I don't fuck with it. It's, uh, you, could, uh, you have to go, f- go find uh, the Onion Router, which is Tor. Right, which uh, brings you on to like a sub internet, and then you go to the you find the address for the Silk Road, and you could buy. And I'm not shitting you. You could buy drugs off the Silk Road. It's like the eBay of the uh, we talked of the about underworld. That yeah. and it, all they take is bitcoins. All right, now I'm going to take a minute here because I didn't. I gave you. I didn't cut you off. I let you do your whole Bitcoin thing there, and I really wanted to get into this 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 one thing. Uh, I'm going to play one video from you from 1969. Okay. And it's not, it, my dad actually brought this to me, uh, I think it was last week. He's like, you got to come here. You got to see this. He's like, just so you know, you're not, you know, the new crazy guy. Or he's like, you're the new crazy guy. This is not new thing. This has been going on forever. I'm like, what are you talking about that? He's like, well, I'm going to show you this. And I'm hoping, I haven't heard it yet because he showed it to me on his TV. He had saved it. And I, I searched it while Frank was talking and I found it. I haven't heard it yet. I see subtitles, so I'm, I'm thinking it, it's the right video. I know the video, all right. And I, I, but I don't know if it's in English, so I'm really hoping it's in English. So I'm going to hit play here, and we're going to find out if it's in English or not. Wait, oh God, bless it, computer. Come on, there we go. Oh, yeah. Sure. Later, huh? Right, later. This is 1969 at Woodstock. I got something to say. I want to know how come the fascist pigs have been seeding the class. Right. Last hour and a half. airplanes going over twice with, with, all, with all the smoke coming out of them seeding the class. And I want to know, you know, why that stuff is going down, man. And why doesn't the media report that stuff to the people, man? I'm telling you what happened. The planes come over For an hour and a half and during the concert the class. at Woodstock. People of today. unknown origin were <laughs> seeding the clouds over the yeah, I don't know what they hope to prove. What's going on here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what is the point of that? What is the point of that? The point of that is weather modification has been going on for a very, very long time. And we'll yeah. get into that. I'm going to hold this story. Have here. I ever said that weather, weather modification weather modification isn't a thing? And you're not even drinking. You're having problems with that one. I know. <laughs> um, I know you haven't said that. It's just a fact they're spraying something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Go did, on. Did he say yeah? Well, all he didn't, day, every day, all over the what planet. What he's saying is your no. sentence is not conclusive. My sentence is not conclusive. One day, Dave's going to wake up, and he's, he's go, saying that this is a matter of opinion at this point. I'm so sorry. You were right. Who who, who sent out? There was a, t- a message that went out there. Oh, I won't get into it. Dave, you want to got anything for your farewell? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Why'd you have to do that? Oh, Dave knows I love him. Yeah. Dave knows I love him. Guys, I want to thank you. 
for joining us in the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. It's been a great show, as usual. We have a lot of fun. We get a lot I, of information. I something up that was totally against chemtrails, and you, you, you ignore it just as much as I ignore his. <laughs> we love, love you. you guys. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced. To love or to hate. I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time. The dirt to see grace But I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life, now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us, and the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful asylum, with the light show from a past.
guys so much thanks first 52 is the bump diggity are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment why in the world are they spraying they want to create a storm in the southeast then they'll start engineering out of the north pacific that's where the trailies will be find out why critics are calling why in the world are they spraying the most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the world are they spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. 